Bruxa! Too strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Pin to a test. Chesting in line of fire with your thin best. You bringing them boys to men. Them boys pull in. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. The peeps ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army. Better get the Navy. Kidnap your baby. Spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight. Kill your drama. We kill you motherfucker. Ants with a sledgehammer Don't let me do it to you, Dunny Cause I overdo it So you won't confuse it with just rap music R-O-C, we running this rap M-E-Z, we running this rap The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap Get zipped up in plastic when it happens that day Freak, wait, we running this rap Owen Sparks, we running this rap Chris and Nick, we running this rap If you mob people, I hold triggers to cruise. You little I got money stacks bigger than you. When I was pushing weight back in 88, you was a ballerina. I got the pictures, I seen you. Then you drop shook one, switch your demeanor. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Rockefeller, students of the game. We pass the classes. Nobody can read you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like jiggerous beats and won't clap you. Trust me on this one. I'll detach you. Mind from spirit, body from soul. They have to hold a mask, put your body in a hole. No, you're not on my level. Get your brakes quick. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. You guys don't want it with hope. Action now, she don't want it with hope. No, ROC, we running this rap. B Single, we running this rap. M-E-Z, we running this rap. It's zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Oh, it's Sparks, we running this rap. Freeway, we running this rap. Chris Denise, we running this rap. Watch out, we running this rap. I know you Okay. Oh, we faded out this week. What? Check, check. Mic check, one, two. Welcome. B-Shot Familiar, welcome to B-Shot Radio, at B-Shot Radio on Twitter. My name is Masai. And I am JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses. And, as always, DJ Nate the Great. Yeah. So, who else we got? Lo-Fi Lobo in the house, feeling good, feeling great. Cool. This is DJ Tremaster. Hi. Save the Whales. Hey. Especially the ones around Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Every time. Hi, it's uh, Steve Struess. Hello. Steve Struess. And uh, we, Hi, Steve. Have, we have a uh, special guest with us this evening, and uh, it's a kind of a tradi- tradition here. We have the guests introduce themselves because we're really low budget. So, who are you? <laughs> and why should we know you? <laughs> why should you know yeah. me? You should know me because I'm a mom. Hold that mic close. And um, I am born and raised in El Barrio. I am Puerto Rican. El Barrio, one uh, sixteenth Street. No, I grew. I, we moved when we first moved. We went to one sixteenth Street. Okay. And then I moved to one hundred six, not Park. Not one hundred six Park. ¿Cuál es tu nombre? One hundred six and first. My name is Luz Marquez. That's all the Spanish I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and I moved upstate New York in 1985 to go to Siena. Okay, cool. getting married, for, having kids. For those of you who did not get the uh, locational reference, they were referring to uh, the uh, east side yes. of Manhattan. Yes. Spanish Harlem. Spanish Harlem, as Spanish we know Harlem. it. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and so it's dear to my heart. And I am a black Puerto Rican. I am a mom. I am sort of in the fight I'm known as an advocate in the fight to end violence against women um, and I hope that we're here to talk about Puerto Rico because right now Puerto Rico um, is not in an economic crisis it's basically the U.S. Um, continuing to um, personify an abuser and take more control of Puerto Rico and, 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 and sort of portraying it as if we owe somebody something. Okay. No, that's <laughs> good. That's good reality, it's what they owe us. Um, we're going to talk about that in detail. Um, yes. Because there, there was a time when they were dropping lots of bombs. Yes. In Puerto, Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. And Vieques. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, Mariposa, was on the Vieques radio today and they were talking about um, that and how when she went there back in 2000 um, and in 2001 that there was a lot of community that was there mm-hmm. and it was in solidarity with people internationally mm-hmm. that were aware about the bombs that were being dropped that the U.S. military was doing. Right. Um, and now with the U.S. crisis and Promesa, and we'll talk more about that, mm-hmm. but right now it's just young people who mm-hmm. are organizing and protesting because they're the ones whose lives are really on the line. Um, part of that bill, that promise bill, right? The joke's on us. Right. <clears throat> so... Anyway, part of it is to get rid of minimum wage for young people and to pay them four twenty five an hour. Whoa. And yeah, right, right. So, 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 so then you wonder: is should I go sell drugs or should I work yeah. for four twenty five? Right? right. So it's easy, right? The, the, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know what I would be doing too, right? No, I know what I'm doing. Like, oh, God. Right, oh I'm right quitting now. my He's job like, right now. Do you now. need anything right <laughs> now? Like, we have we got to look up. Like, um, is, is most of your advocacy and activism is not related to to what's happening in Puerto Rico? This is just. Um, that's just what's going on right now that we're going to talk about. But what would you say most of your um, activism is related to in this moment? It's uh, it's always oh, been related mic- to violence against women. Violence it's, against women. Yeah, it's always been. I am a survivor of childhood sexual assault, incest, and rape. Mm-hmm. I um, left my home and everybody. I tell everybody I left home to go to college, but I really left because my older brother, who's one of my perps, was coming home mm-hmm. and I needed to get out. And it was my only way of getting out. And so upstate New York looked amazing. Wow. Right. Does, uh, does <laughs> your advocacy uh, focus on Latinx and uh, black people or is it just all women in general or do you have the uh Sure. Originally it, I worked at NISCASA, the New York State Coalition Against Sexual Assault and mm-hmm. it was all people mm-hmm. um, all regardless of race, sexual orientation as it should be, right? Mm-hmm. Because we want all people to be safe yeah. um, regardless of male, female, trans, all of that. We want all people to be safe and, and to be heard and to be believed if something does happen to them. Um, but after eight years of doing that work it became really clear that it did didn't matter what happened in Harlem, Detroit. Well, ha- well, let's just talk about New York, Harlem, uh, Buffalo, the sort of the urban centers, Albany, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, our rape crisis center in Albany. I don't know if you all know, is at a county office. Right. So if I'm an immigrant or an undocumented immigrant, that's the last place I'm going to yeah, go. Yep. Right. And so, so these issues were relevant and were clear. Um, and so I left and joined forces with a, another sister, Caribbean sister from San Francisco, 
um, from Connecticut, and we created the National Organization of Sisters of Color Ending Sexual Assault to focus solely on the realities for people of color. Oh, okay. okay. Um, my partner works at uh, downtown at the uh, what used to be the the AIDS Council. Announced the I always do this wrong. Alliance, so Center, for, yeah, Alliance for Positive. Yeah. I always say Center for Positive Health. Yeah. So the Alliance. And one one reason that um, uh, she works there specifically is because she's bilingual, and there's an underrepresented um, population uh, speaking. You know, serving that population that speaks mm-hmm. uh, Spanish. Uh, has that is that something that's tied into you know you obviously being bilingual is that oh, been a, a major part of it? Okay. And I actually have a long history of the AIDS Institute. I um, back in I got on about like ninety seven. Mm-hmm. I wanted to switch gears and I started to volunteer for them because I wanted to work in the AIDS field somehow. Um, never got hired, but I was a. Uh, um, a volunteer for them. Me and Tandra Legrone, the mm-hmm. executive director of Renown Voices, was oh. then the executive director, was then, I'm sorry, the director of volunteerism or some outreach. Okay. And so we used to go up and down Morton Ave, right over here, oh. and I would go into the bodega, and I would literally break out to them, and they would say, no, 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 es muy pequeño, yo soy muy grande, my stuff is too big. And I would say, I would take a platano, a green one, and I would put the condom on it, say, if your shit is bigger than this, then we gotta do something. <laughs> You know, right, right, because right. I'm like, come on, let's be for real, brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and so little by little, we were able to talk to them about being safe. Mm-hmm. And so they allowed us to have a cup there. And we would bring Spanish materials. And there was, um, during those times, we used to have women who actually, actually did the sex workers. Oh, okay. So we would go out and they would say, oh, there come the girls. We'd gladly give them their stuff. Never judgment. None, just be safe. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. Just be safe. Cool. And for a lot of these people, is this, is this the first time they're hearing some of this education as far as that, this is, yeah. I think back then and there, yes, because I think what the AIDS Council used to do, they used to go to um, the park, Washington Park, and do a lot of the HIV/AIDS community, and so a lot of the straight Black and Latino community members didn't really get a lot of information. Sure, so sure. for us, we would do the entire hood, like all of Morton, First Street, all of that area. We go to every Black and Latino barbershop and hair mm-hmm. salon and talk to them and course them. <laughs> and hey, if you can a get a little, you can get a little plate on the way out, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I like that route as well. I we used to even do it. sex buffets at like old black owned bars and mm-hmm. stuff. And we Two of my favorite things. Out. Yeah, and we would put it out. You what, could sex see the buffet? People. Sex and buffets. Sure. Oh, okay. That's yeah. JB's next single now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're still doing this now. Well, obviously yeah. down at, at the uh, the council. And um, that's one thing that Kleana does. She'll go around and like uh, yeah. specifically target uh, underrepresented populations because, as we know, like the AIDS ep- epidemic has really hit these communities really hard and right. trying to get people to come into the centers whether it's because they're undocumented or just because that information isn't accessible to them or there's no right. bilingual people giving it to them um, it's a really important thing to um, to get out there and uh, one of the reasons that you're actually on the show was because uh, around the time we booked you the, the Pulse shooting happened in Florida right? and uh, we had on uh, Deidre Michelle and we had on Stephanie Miller to kind of talk about some of the intersections with the LGBT community um, but we didn't want to like overlook like the impact on the Lat- Latinx community um, so that's another thing we're hoping to touch on tonight um, so that a little bit We'll talk about Puerto Rico, um, but this show is kind of a, a roller coaster, right? So we have our ups and downs, and it kind of gets um, it. You, well, you'll see. Uh, but 
so we're also going to talk a lot about the Beach Shop Music Festival, which is later, uh, which is happening later this week. So for those listening, uh, we had a lot of people get pre-sales today. There's a couple more days left to do that. Uh, BeachShopMusic.com, and you can uh, get those tickets right there. We'll all be there. Uh, that's part of the reason that we have a full crew tonight too on the sh- on the air. Um, and uh, I figured we'd start off with the one of the Would You Rather questions I threw up earlier. And I don't know if you got a chance to see this, but uh, the question is just: Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? And I figured we'd just go around the room and just see where everyone's head is at with this. So, does anyone like right away know the answer to this? Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Uh, when. Okay. When and and, when. and why? Tell me why. Um, probably because knowing how is a little morbid. I don't necessarily know think I want to know that, but knowing when at least I could like prepare and use my time wisely. Is that a good answer? I think that's a good answer. I guess. I mean, I, I, I so you want to know just how to prevent it. No, no, no. Like, if I, I'm sure I have no control over it. Yeah, I just don't want to necessarily know how. Like, you know, like, I don't want to know that I drown in the bathtub yeah. or, like, whatever. <laughs> but if I know that I'm going to drown in the bath, well, if I know that I'm going to die, like, you know, August whatever, uh, 1930 whatever, hopefully mm-hmm. it'll be longer than that. Yeah. Um, you know, but then I can use my, then I can use, then I can make this most of my time. time. <laughs> I could, That's actually oh, a good look. Oh, That'd be I mean, a good way to go. Right? <laughs> Nate okay. Nate I said 1930. Yeah. Yeah. Benjamin Button. Nate finds out he's already <laughs> dead. Benjamin Button. Oh, my God. I'm already yes. dead. I've been dead the whole time. Any chance I get I to mention Benjamin people. Button. It's like lost. dead people. It's like lost all over again. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I want to know when, but I, mine is, my reason is just because I already know how I'm going to have a heart attack. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, statistically speaking, that's what's happening. So I want to know when, just so I can plan, <laughs> plan my sex buffet around that. Right. Right. Oh, snap. <laughs> you need a different buffet. You need a different jogging. buffet. You need, different, yes. you need yeah. extra jogging, jogging buffet. Yeah. Why take the surprise? Like, why put that surprise back in there? <laughs> what about you? You can actually surprise <laughs> yourself and maybe not die. I would want to know how so that you I can stop how? it. Yeah. So that you can try and prevent yeah, it. Yeah, so I can stop. You know, it's like a jog and do because I also have suffered from heart disease. Oh, really? <laughs> a family. Oh. I mean, that's just, unfortunately the reality for black yeah, people. Yeah, people. Yeah. You know, like, oh, by the I way, we have Doritos super. here if you want something. No, um, I don't want anything. Okay. Thank you. But, you just, no, re- you just reminded me. 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 No, you just reminded me. Safety's first. Purple bag. <laughs> I, I can make you a salad. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I already okay. ate. Right. <laughs> Rice and beans. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All the starches you can get. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, pizza get, protein. Jody, Jody and Good. Steve, do you have a? I'm thinking. Uh, I would like to know when, mm-hmm. um, because I have you know my Netflix queue. I could prioritize. Yo. I have uh, you know I <laughs> could if I know exactly what time you know I could make myself you know I at, you know at the restaurant I'll run up the nice tab, get all the food out, get all the you know and kind of right before dessert if I know like hey you know I got all right we got five minutes left yeah we don't one more round and then I'll be right back you know what I mean these kinds of things where the timing of these things could could be beneficial I think um, where if you knew how you were going to die I feel like if I knew let's say hey you're going to fall down a flight of stairs now every time I'm near stairs it's like is today the day is that you know is that is that a stair over there it's like we're knowing when 
I would I would I would prefer that for sure. I'm with it. I'm with it. I respect it. I had the same exact philosophy to that. Okay. If I knew I was gonna die in some normal common way, I would never be able to go near water again or something like that. I would rather just know the date and be able to plan accordingly. Mm. Either way it's pretty fucking morbid, but it is morbid. What because we do stuff like that on this <laughs> This is what we do. This is one of the low radio. points of the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real. That's how he does it. J- uh, did you answer, JV? No, I didn't answer. I, I would want to know when. That's about it, so I can plan accordingly. Okay. But, you know, like, knowing when, if I knew that I was going to die in a plane crash, and I, it was going to be when I'm flying to San Francisco, I'd never fly to San Francisco, because I would know when. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the, but the plane and, could land on you. No, but here's what <laughs> happened. No, here's what happened. He'll be on another flight, and they'll be like, we have to reroute to San Francisco. Hey, right, right. <laughs> And then you're just gonna be like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's sir, how it works. Sir, sit yeah. down. No escape, no escape. No escape. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Final destination. Pretty yep. much. Yep. So, uh, do I go? No? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. You went, but you can go again. <laughs> you can he changes mind. <laughs> so when is when I would wanna know. Um you guys you guys definitely put an interesting spin on the preparation and the only reason I say that is because I was with my uncle when he knew when he was going uh, to die. Yeah. And he was like, yo, let's go shopping. Straight up. Yeah. Yo, we went to um Best Buy. Yo, he bought a flat screen. He bought um an iPad. He bought me like six or seven DVDs. Yeah. When we were done, we walked out of it, he goes, I don't have to pay the bill. <laughs> I wow. kid you not. I kid you not. Like that, that, that happened. That's so. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah, thought it reminds me when my you know you His know my mom like this motherfucker right here. <laughs> <laughs> my mother passed two years ago, and I told I think I told y'all this story before. Like me and my brother, we're searching around for all the paperwork. But oh. she knew it was coming Because she had everything Lined up on the damn table We're going through stuff That we thought it would be in yeah. You know File folders and stuff And it's like Right there on the table it's Just right there Right there She had it all laid she out She had it all yep. laid out yeah, So she knew that. You know yep. yeah, so This crazy. is a good idea Like uh, like make a wish But for dead pe- people Who are about to die To grant other people's wishes mm-hmm. Like make a death wish And then you just <laughs> It's like you got good credit And I'm gonna die in a month So let's go on a shopping spree now, Right 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 Like maybe I didn't read this All the way but did either of these options have the ability to avoid You're it? You're not. You can't change it. So you can't. But you can't avoid death, right? Yeah, you can't escape. Oh, it. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No so, so when is fine? When is fine? Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to be. A, I don't want to be afraid of like everything that I do. Like you know, if I open up this door incorrectly, I'm going to get a you know, and I'm going to need a tetanus shot, and I'm not going to get one in time. And that's that's how I'd just rather know the date and the time. You don't have to live fear until this the is moment. my yeah. right yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. even a better reason than i gave for why not plus when you know it's when it's coming you can really live i feel like more to the fullest like oh this is i only got six years left i got two years left and it's like oh this is my year i need right. to go yeah. but you i got like 1500 titles in the Netflix every day that way. but you know it'll suck i'm 49 true. But i think <laughs> you should live that way yeah. But you know it'll suck Magic Mas- Masai will call He'll be like Yo JB Ten more minutes <laughs> Ten minutes <laughs> uh, Give me uh, your credit card uh, number quick 
Old yellow. Uh, to just to clear up a little uh, confusion on uh, when we were doing the promo, we used your Facebook name because I wasn't sure if you wanted uh, to use your um, your that. real name on you know on the air. So um, some people were asking they wanted to link up with you, but you are uh, Luz Marquez, not Maria Benbow. That's your I am. Facebook alias. I am my okay. name, my real name. Okay, don't all laugh and all you Puerto Rican people listening, Latinos, you are gonna appreciate this. My real name is Luz Maria Marquez Benbow. Right, it's a mouthful. So when I I decided to retire about four years ago because okay. doing any type of movement work especially when you identify with the movement mm-hmm. so closely is toxic yeah. and I just decided you know I just need to stay in Troy and stay with my family my daughter was graduating from high school mm. at the time my son was going to his junior year at LaSalle um, and I just wanted to stay home <laughs> and so but I wanted a Facebook persona and I also stalked my kids Oh, okay. because okay. I wanted to make sure they were okay <laughs> <laughs> so I went on there, but I didn't want people to find me. So that's why it's Maria Ben. That's where you moved yeah. to Alice. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. But, but like, people who really know me know that that's me because that's that's my name. Like who else could be that? Right? Yeah, yeah. So are you like catfishing your own kids with, as like a weird <laughs> aunt that they just like the long well, lost like. At one point, I think my son unfriended me. <laughs> Too funny. And my daughter would text me and say, "Stop saying those things on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Everybody could see it." We all see like, it, ma. Oh, yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you said there's a, a festival happening in New York this weekend. Yeah, it's the Afro Latina Festival. This is New York City, so people who are coming to Beach Shop Festival don't worry about it. But okay. Yeah, well, I don't want to take away from your audience. No, no, that's right. Um, but those of you who are downstate, if you're listening, if you ain't listening, you got to get down with these these dudes. <laughs> this is nice. This is really nice. But um, but anyway, yes, it's the Afro Latina Festival. Um, I believe this is the fourth one. Um, I'm not sure, but needless to say, it is amazing. It used to be just on a corner, and it would be music and a few people circled together talking. Um, those of us who identify as Black Latinos, where we're Latinos, but we identify with our African roots of the transatlantic slave trade. Do I have to describe all of this? Too? We can just uh, we, got, okay. we got it. We got it. We got it. And so, um, so, so, so the slave ships came here to the U.S., but they also went through the Caribbean and and wiped out all types of people and killed all the indigenous people um, and the colonialism. That's a longer conversation. Long story short, Africans exist in Puerto Rico like they do in Dominican Republic and in. In, in, in Brazil and in Cuba and throughout the Latin America, not many of many Latinos will not admit to this for two reasons. One is because they are descendants of the Spaniards and the masters, right? Mm-hmm. Or part of the military bases like we, we just talked about Vieques. Mm-hmm. Many of those families that are there that look very European are white. They're right. like straight up white people right. that move there, but because their kids were born and they've lived there for, you know, for a couple of generations, they claim being Puerto Rican, but they're not native like I am. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so there's a, there's a distinction, but it gets very muddy in this whole concept of people of color and, and, and Latinos as if Latinos was a race. Right. Do, you, do you identify yeah. as, or do you think you fall under the black umbrella? Yeah, I'm black. Okay, That's, I just wanted to do that like on the yeah, record. Now, when I walk into a place, they, yeah. they don't see my name. They don't even know my name yet. Yeah. They, they know I'm something, right? Yeah, yeah. They, I'm either Southeast Asian or I'm black yeah. or I'm, I'm Guyanese, you know, a Trinidadian. Yeah. You're not but, white. But You're I'm coolie. Yeah, coolie. Yeah, coolie, yep. But regardless of what I'm coolie of all those things, I got black in me. Yeah, like, right. you can't miss it. Yep. 
Now, when, yeah. we, when we did the we did the food episode, and we had a, a conversation with Deborah Son, who's a local producer and, mm-hmm. and chef, and he was saying how, uh, and he's black, he's African American, and uh, there was like we had like a little back and forth because not all African Americans see Latinx people as black, and not all Latinx people want to identify as black either, and they shouldn't. Because not all of them. The, well, right. you, well, what do you mean? Well, the ones who are of African descent, you're saying right, that should. Clearly, yeah. that you could tell they should. And, yeah. the, you know, we have a real anti-blackness in this, this entire country, but but especially international. Mm-hmm. Like, it's huge. Right. Um, sorry, these speakers are pain in the butt. So, so it's hard. Right. It's hard to tell people who've heard all their lives... Um, you know, Prieta Linda, Tu eres una negrita linda. We have all these concepts in Spanish. You know, mm-hmm. Papito, you could be walking and say, Oye, negrito lindo, you know, and the people say that's a term of endearment. Well, all these terms, are, while they can be loving, they're also like self hatred. Yeah, right. And this is right. not, you know? not no Spanish, this is like, how, how black are you? Kind of is that yeah. what they come? Yeah. No, it's oh. not how black are you. It's you are black. Right. And you're nice but I mean, looking. I just, but just as, as far as the translation be, to that, right, that no, I missed. No, it's, it's you're good looking, as right. if you couldn't be good looking because uh, you are black. Right, okay. Right. Oh, so, so, so that, like, was, that was like light It's like high yellow like, or something. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, you, got, you have good hair. Oh, my God. That okay. was like the thing. Mira que prieta linda con ese pelo. And I'm like, my hair never do shit for anybody. So <laughs> right. the day that my hair does something for me, like we'd be talking then about Then you it. have good hair. <laughs> and so, little, so I married a black American man. So my children are black uh, African American mm-hmm. and black from the diaspora of the Caribbean to Puerto Rico because of me. Right? Okay. And so my daughter, <laughs> so when you're young and you're little, your hair comes out a certain way and then over time it changes. Mm-hmm. Why did it change? And my mom couldn't deal with it. So she took it to the African women. I think she might have been like four years old. She took it to the African ladies on her 16th Street mm-hmm. and got her hair braided. And I come home. She's like, tenía que hacer algo because that hair was just too kinky. And I'm like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Needless to say, it was the last time I sent my mom, my daughter down there. I, I didn't send her down there after that She anymore. still got cornrows or not? My <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't taken them out. You know what? Since then. I hope to God Anas is not listening. But look, she got whatever she want to oh, have. Do you understand nice. me? She can wear whatever. She can do all natural. She can do whatever the heck she want to do. Because my whole thing was she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And this idea right. of you were beautiful because you're a light skinned black person was nowhere in my house and, didn't, and I didn't allow it. Okay. Um, are your kids bilingual? Um, only my daughter is. My son told me he was from Greeleyville, South Carolina. He don't speak Spanish. Wow. <laughs> Oh, yes, wow. I'm telling your name over the air. Yeah. Um, my husband's family's from Greeleyville, South Carolina, outside did, of Sumter. So, did your husband um, learn over the years, or he knew even before I met him? Oh, he, he did. Oh, yeah, okay. he grew up in the projects, um, large Puerto Rican and Black community in Troy, and okay. so yeah. Nice, cool. Yeah. Um, can we? I guess we, we might as well talk about the Puerto Rico thing. Um, I hate to even say it like that, but there's just been usually America's really good at ignoring everything that's not on the mainland. Like we just don't care about anything. And lately, that we've been talking about Puerto Rico, even though it's part of the United States, but we have a really good way of just blocking it out. Um, so I figured um, we could just talk about what is happening. You said it wasn't necessarily a debt crisis the way they've been describing it, um, but what what originally put um, them in this situation where they where they need financial help or at least to be um, shoot well I'm not an attorney and that's like a big big question um, I mean we could go all the way back to just during the Spanish American War mm-hmm. this, this literally we have Puerto Ricans who are fighting for the liberty of Puerto Rico alongside the Spaniards mm-hmm. fighting the US to prevent the colonialism from happening so that the transfer wouldn't happen and the Spaniards had a letter that they were signing over the, the independence of Puerto Rico 
But then once the U.S. took over, that letter was the void, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't respect that letter. And so so I think you've got to start back there to um, the depletion of, I mean, literally the genocide of, of the Arawaks, mm-hmm. the enslavement of, of blacks, uh, Africans brought into the, into the island, um, then to literally gentrifying, like forget gentrifying of Harlem, my homeland in Brooklyn right now. Mm-hmm. This is gentrification at its highest. And then literally not hearing of revolts that happened over the years as if Puerto Ricans never wanted their independence. Mm. Um, killing sort of Albizo Campos, right? Through the nationalist movement mm. of, of wanting Puerto Rico to, to be its independent own sovereignty mm-hmm. where you couldn't even carry a Puerto Rican flag and talk about independence without being literally like uh, arrested or your life would be in danger. I'm, I'm glad you went this far back with this question because uh, sometimes when we tackle issues there. of yeah when we talk tackle issues of like blackness and uh, and even black poverty and crime like people will say like what's the root cause of like crime in Chicago and, I, and I'll usually start with well and slavery happened you know <laughs> and they're just like no too far back I want to st- what happened in the 70s like they don't want to no. go that far back. But it's super there. important because you can't just ignore all that can't. history that led to that. Hence, I'm a black Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, yeah. Hence, we've got people who have an identity crisis where they'll gladly tell you, oh, I'm beautiful because I'm descendants of three different ancestries. Mm-hmm. Well, get the hell out of here. It wasn't like everybody was in love. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. There was some serious rape oh, going on. Wow. Some serious forced breeding happening, mm. like in a huge way. Hence, we all look very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to talk about that. Are we a beautiful people? Absolutely. Absolutely, we are. Um, but but it's serious. Yeah. It's very serious. Um, and so you have to talk about all that because if you don't know that, then what you're sold on CNN or even um, or even listening to Democracy Now, you'll miss the pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Democracy Now does well as it does because it has Juan Gonzalez and you know he's part of the Young Lords movement. But but it, you have to go all the way back there. So long story short, the U.S. decides during Bush's administration. I believe it was And so this is where You gotta figure Bush, this out Dad Bush or Son Bush Okay that, that, that they should allow Companies to go into Puerto Rico And to have businesses And not be taxed on that Okay Yep Right So, so like, just tax loopholes through- So who the hell does this Right mm-hmm. It's not even your house and, and it's my understanding They're only able to do this Because Puerto Rico Is not a state So they no. can make these loopholes Right, right. That, okay. Puerto Rico is a, um, a commonwealth it's, yep. a, it's a territory But you will hear the news now as a, as a reflection of promesa say well it's not really a territory because the law says now that it isn't mm. bullshit it's in there it's yeah. listed I'm literally reading through it right now I've only gone to page 5 because I'm not an attorney and it's real law of legal language promesa, yeah. of promesa okay. the actual because I want to see what it says mm. um, and I want somebody to like make this analysis but it's huge mm. and literally it's categorized and you see it territory is defined as Guam Northern Mariana Islands U.S. Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, and America Samoa. What's the distinction between territory and commonwealth? None. There's none. None. It it just is how much shit are you going to take that I'm going to give you. And all those places you just mentioned, Guam, uh, they, they can all vote in the presidential election. No. Or the, no. Didn't, didn't Puerto Rico just vote in the uh, no. primary? No, no. What? Don't fall for that job. So, that so, didn't happen. <laughs> yes, it does. There's okay. a process and there's delegation, but it's not real. Puerto Ricans in Puerto Rico cannot vote for the president. Right. So what is what is happening? The fake vote, what is that? They're delegates like we have oh, here. Oh, so it's like our fake vote. So it's like our fake right. vote. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Except <laughs> at an extreme because... Uh-huh. 
there's they actual... can't actually vote. Mm-hmm. Right. I can vote here, but you cannot vote for the president. Oh, okay. So they there. just vote for their representatives? Yes. Okay. And so but, there's but, no, okay. So there's no But even that, there's, their representatives, they only have one in Congress, and that person doesn't even get to vote. Like, you, you understand me? Right. Yeah. They, they get to participate right. in discussions. At, you know, yeah. but when you. So, so an example of this. And it's all connected. Just follow. So when the Violence Against Women Act was passing, and I worked with Congress, and back then, um, President Obama was Senator Obama and Senator Mm -hmm. Biden, and I worked closely with them to develop monies for communities of color so we could have our own version of what a rape crisis center should look like in Harlem or in Albany or wherever you were. Okay. we also made it so that the funding could be equitably distributed because while Puerto Rico politically has some clout, and this is ironic because we're sitting in a state right now where Puerto Rico has no clout, but Puerto Rico more than the other territories does mm. because we have like an overwhelming amount of Puerto Ricans in the U.S. Mm. And right. we have representatives not from Puerto Rico. Olvídate the the. the you know, of the, 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 the guy, yeah, that stands, no. But we've got Jose Serrano, we got oh, okay. Nidia Velakis, which right now I'm like pissed at because she signed that stupid bill. But we have people and members of Congress through New York, through Connecticut, through uh, Chicago, Illinois. Whereas um, American Samoa has, has delegates in the, in, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's their representation. Yes. Yeah. So Actually, go ahead. That's really good, but they have one only one delegate, but right. no one else anywhere else. So the woman yeah. you just mentioned that you were pissed at. Um, normally, she's uh, like considered a hero. Like she is. So, so this is what I'm confused about. It seems like a lot of Puerto Ricans are taking sides, and some people are with her and Lin Manuel, and the other people who are saying yeah. Promesa is good, and the other people are like, Nah, y'all, what are you doing? This you you're ruining us. Out. How how did this happen? Is it is it what occurred that people are seeing it so differently? even uh, people who are on the island education education is huge right so the U.S. owns everything like literally like Spanish is the second language in Puerto Rico like they uh-huh. they dominate the curriculum the educational curriculum I never knew that I can't believe that oh my god yes <laughs> as a matter of fact my friend Mariposa who was on the Vieques radio station today talked about how she she finally got a chance to go to Fajaldo which is um, an island just the, the, the island that you basically have to get to the part of the section of Puerto Rico you have to get to before you can take the, the little um, shuttle sort okay. of suicidal plane over to Vieques mm-hmm. so anyway she goes and she goes to the library no books she says where's the li- books <laughs> the library laughs and says we don't have books we never have had books <laughs> wait what did what? they have <laughs> they had a computer lab right so it's just computers just computers wow and you could google whatever you want and you could go on Wikipedia like you could do you understand me so so education is dominated by the person who tells you right. what you can and cannot do mm-hmm. and so we have a real mixed population of politics as a result of that and we also have parties that represent those politics mm-hmm. and so um, and I'm surprised about Lin Manuel because he's he, his, his family in the independence you know for Puerto Rico yeah. movement but right about now I think people went into crisis mode nobody wants people to suffer nobody wants people to starve and so they saw Promesa as it, a promise to really help save Puerto Rico mm-hmm. as if we need saving we don't need saving we need the you has to get the fuck out like to leave mm. I'm assuming you all swore so I could swear oh, oh, oh yeah, nah yeah, fuck yeah, that yeah. Yeah. nah what the Say fuck are you shit. talking Look about yeah. fuck yeah, shit fuck fuck yeah. this show's bullshit so you, so, um, did I tell you I was an anti-violence yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but don't yeah mean, go on don't mean that. if the uh, if the US were, were to just leave say, say it was just 
just like we're out and and Puerto Rico independent, like completely independent. Yeah. Would would we take would just our debt with us and then Puerto Rico gets to start over, or how would that work? <laughs> it would be chaos. It would be really chaos. I was speaking to in preparation for you all. I was speaking to the coalition of Puerto Rico today, and you've she, already done way more homework than any of our other guests. <laughs> but so. I yeah. Well done. She called the embassy for us. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can take the headphones off. You don't need the headphones. If they're bothering you. Yeah. And I get nervous because... Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, um, <laughs> and I get nervous because this is huge, and I'm hoping that people are listening and people really care and people want to do something mm-hmm. because we're seeing the next revolution for Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping it's bigger than the fight was for for Vieques, Vieques because yeah. this is now. This is a critical time now. We got Black Lives Matter. Yep. We got trans LGBT community out in like throws like crazy. We got liberation is like right on the end of everybody's tongue. Yeah, like yeah, in right. so many ways. I'm of glad what you could feel means. it too. I feel it right don't oh, you I feel, feel it? it I feel it and I'm excited for you young people because it's all of y'all mm. that are making this happen I think we're, we're, my generation we're not was that sleeping. young we're, yeah. we're, we're well, you're younger young. than I am no. my generation was sleeping and so needless to say right now would have been the time to say you know what Obama before you leave make this one thing right yeah. you know right. and so they failed mm. Obama failed us Obama failed us people who are wanting to maintain the way it is right now because they fear the unknown and the unknown yeah. is what would happen would we go through what Haiti went through mm. you know when Haiti got its independence yeah. my heart of hearts because all of this to me connects to violence against women is I'd rather be shitted on and suffer on my own than have somebody beat the shit out of me and mm. suffer that way do you wow. understand and so yeah, for absolutely. me it's all connected to violence against women do I want to be raped every day when I come home right mm-hmm. that's the reality and then live like in a nice lush place or do I want to live Live in a dirt pot, fucked up building, but at least be able to come home and sleep and not be own, forced. Yeah. Be you know safe, what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And so I rather suffer and struggle on my own than have somebody. Well, that fear on my you mentioned. I think her "Would you rather" is way cooler. Right, than right. Would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> so mine was dark. Um, yeah. No, but that, that fear that fear you mentioned of that. like maintaining the status quo, and we're do, we're dealing with this right now in the United States, and we have been for a long time. But people who are, I'll vote for Hillary Clinton just because. I, I feel like it's at least it's what we're familiar with. We know what's happening and we don't want it to be, you know, people are so afraid uh, of uh, something quote unquote worse happening or the unknown. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm in the same camp as you. Sometimes I feel like shit has to hit the fan before things can really get better. Right. And prolonging the status quo is really just making, it's like things are still getting bad, just maybe slightly slower, but that's that's even worse. No, You're it's, just it's dra- more dragging painful. it out. Yeah. yeah, and what we're going to see is a huge gentrification. I mean, people are leaving Puerto Rico by, in the throes. Hospitals are shutting down. Schools are closing. Um, The rape crisis, the coalition that I spoke to today, she said, like, programs in Abonito, in the real rural section of northern Puerto Rico, Mm -hmm. they had a great radical program. They closed down. And so where are women going to go? Women and men and children. John Oliver did a segment on his show about it. And unfortunately, Lin-Manuel was on Pushing Promesa. But um, but he mentioned something really interesting. They were closing a hospital while people were, like, having surgery. So So they're like... Like, are you done with the last stitch or whatever? And as soon as they were done, they just shut all shut the up. lights off. Yeah, the hosp- they're like this hospital is now closed. Yes, yeah. yes. And this is and like and we're all sitting here in this air conditioned house, right? Yeah. And this is the shit that's happening. Wow. And the only people that are rising up are the young people. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that to me is amazing. How, how can uh, we like? Oh, did you? So, I'm sorry, Nate. Go I ahead. have a very basic question. I'm missing a piece of the puzzle. What is Promesa? 
Promesa is a law now that, and it means promise that right. President Obama just signed. It's about two or three days ago. The Puerto okay. Rican Oversight Management and Economic Stability Act is the is the acronym. Don't listen to that. It ain't got shit to do with reality. Ah. <laughs> Basically, it it makes um, the U.S. take control over the fiscal responsibilities and attend, you know, the fiscal leadership of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And so they will assign a board, La Junta. And so what you'll see when you see protests is, you know, shit on La Junta. Go to hell, La Junta, the board. Yeah. Because that's one of the things I know board. in Spanish. Carajo. <laughs> you heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> so La Junta is the board And it's supposed to be made up of seven people And and this is how political shit gets And so when you read the seven people Literally um, Paul Ryan The speaker of the uh, house yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Gets to assign Ooh. like the top two Or the top three wow. And then the Dems get one seat or two seats Like it's crazy <laughs> And then if they have four people They can actually move and make decisions And by the way They don't have to, Only one of them has to live or own a business in Puerto Rico. And did you hear how they got into this crisis to begin with? Mm -hmm. Businesses in Puerto Rico that were brought from the U.S. and elsewhere, like Donald Trump and all these crazy people who come, have businesses, right? So one of them fools is going to be on there. Oh, man. I think I have, yeah, I think I have uh, um, theme music for this. You have what? Theme music. Oh, that's so It's called The Takeover. And then what I ended up not telling you is so that, so so the bill and the monies that is owed to the U.S. were turned over to hedge funds. And so CNN has been showing commercials of old ladies saying, I sunk all my money into like hedge funds to help, you know, plan for my retirement and Puerto Rico's going to take it because Obama's going to give it to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. you, you, you mentioned the uh, dropping the financial aid or the, not the financial aid, dropping the minimum wage. And this is something I spoke to Rosa Clemente about and this is one oh, of yes. the big parts of uh, PROMESA that uh, a lot of people have issues with. So instead of, uh, this is like part of the bill is that if the United States are uh, issuing these, this legislation and this regulation in, in exchange, a lot of people who work, especially young people who work at these uh, lower yeah, level jobs, right. have to decrease their minimum wage to, to somehow pay it back, I guess. Yes. Um, but, the, but the thing is, Puerto Rico's in debt $70 billion. That's never, so that, 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 that would sense. never, there's no way to pay that off. There isn't. They also cut back on a, a federal, uh, like, government employees, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. on their pensions and retirement plans. Um, they're, con- they're talking about consolidating offices. So Puerto Rico has an office um, over um, La Procuraduría. I don't know how to translate in English, but basically it's a commissioner of women. Okay. And they're the people that oversee the domestic violence, the rape crisis, anything to have to do with women's issues. Um, and so they're wanting to consolidate that office. Mm-hmm. The problem is... All of these monies that the U.S. territories get that are similar to the monies that states get, it comes with clear direction as to how it could be used. Mm. So the Violence Against Women Act has to clearly be used specifically for violence against women and not consolidated with... gang prevention money or yeah. I don't know um, juvenile detention monies mm-hmm. or anything within the crime sphere Do you get what I'm saying yeah, yeah. otherwise they're out of compliance and then they end up losing the money so so if these cuts aren't really going to pay back 
protect the debt. What, what is the? Is it really just to have more control over uh, Puerto Rico for 150 so. years or something? I personally think it's about gentrifying Puerto Rico. That's my opinion. But I'm, I'm curious about Rosa. Why don't you have Rosa Clemente? Rosa has been on the show, and she that's I think the homie. Yeah, she, she'll yeah, be back. She'll be back. Qué linda. And so anyway, so um, so so I really think this is all about gentrifying and taking over Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and it becoming like a Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I mean, we oh. we have screwed up Hawaii oh, morally. Yeah, yeah. So so I was actually going to bring that up. What what happened differently with Hawaii and you know it being a state that did not happen with Puerto Rico? How well, I don't know that I want to answer your question because I don't want Puerto Rico to be a state. Not, I, I don't. I yeah. don't either. But how did it happen with Hawaii? Not the rest of the Polynesian territories mm-hmm. and not Puerto Rico. Oh, because there's no loopholes, right? We, there weren't the same loopholes in Puerto Rico because it was a state. Uh, as there is in like Puerto Rico has loopholes that Hawaii doesn't. That was my understanding. They couldn't do this in Probably, states. I have no idea. But po- but I think he's asking is how did Hawaii... Like how did Hawaii... Like, for example, from before we have a military... I know that the main yeah. reason why... I'm not the, sure. The main reason why we are in all of these places, um, Guam and, and, right. and American Samoa... Uh-huh. And Hawaii is so that we can have a mil- we could have had a military, military. presence right um, to defend uh, to defend the U.S. from Japan. Right. That was that that was the purpose for that. And Puerto right. Rico was, and was Cuba. For Cuba. Right. 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 How is it that because it's all happening? It all happened in and around the same time. It was yep. all like the late nineteen eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. So how is it that you know Hawaii? Excuse me, Puerto Rico did not become a state, but Hawaii did. That that's all I'm. I don't you know, know, but I not do that I want. I don't know, but I do know that through the history of Puerto Rico, they've had results. I mean, literally revolts. Revolts. Like, big time. And I don't want to take away from the indigenous people of America of Samoa because what I do know from going to, um, I mean, I take away from Hawaiians, is that what I do know from going to Hawaiians is that whole native Hawaiians are the poorest people in Hawaii. So poor, right. Yeah, like, and, they, and they have been, I've been, I've been on, number of, on numerous occasions and I've stayed with families there and they really have been yeah. retreated to the outskirts. Right. When you go into Honolulu, it's all white faces. It's all white faces, big hotels and everything. And you really don't see locals unless they're working or if you drive all the way to the far west or the far east, um, which is where I stayed. I actually stayed with locals and I told you guys the stories about like grilling and catching like squid and all of that. It was awesome. But you don't see them. You don't. And their culture is depleted. Correct. you just get caught up in what you think their culture is. Yeah. And so the same is going to happen with Puerto Rico. So I don't know too much to know about that Hawaiian, and I'm ashamed because there's a lot of Puerto Ricans who live in Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. Right. Yeah, who actually um, came over during military fights and things like in, that. Uh, yeah. It's funny, you mentioned um, you mentioned That's Vieques, uh, Ka, I think it's Ka'aluea, which is an island um, off the coast of Maui. Mm-hmm. Which was used for bombing. Yeah. You can't even go there. Yeah. Like, you can't even take a boat over and walk over because there's a chance that you could step on a mine yeah. today. Well, you no one can go Rico, on the island. Vieques has the highest cancer rate of right. Puerto Rico right. because of all that military, like, art, you know, artery and, and science stuff that they screwed up. Right. Um, you know, this is huge. Doing experiments on our planet. And people don't talk enough about this. I think, you know, it, you, to, yeah. to ask your original question about, like, what, 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 
what was I organizing around? And it was really, it's always been for me about educating our people. Our mm-hmm. people as black, Latino, you know, Asian, African, um, Native American, all of us, that we have a common struggle, right? Mm-hmm. So that if we know that story about Hawaii, or at least if I knew it, right? Because maybe people like John Oliver and those other people, like Juan yeah, Gonzalez, yeah. they'll know it better. But like if we knew all those truths about each other, mm-hmm. then this country would not know what to do with itself. Because uh, right. we'd be telling all types of truths like 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 it's it's crazy. Yeah, like what's happening in Palestine and like it's all <laughs> yeah. connected like all over the yeah, world. Yeah, but we don't connect and we yeah. don't we don't connect these struggles. Yeah. Well, I I could tell you uh, just even as I was researching this segment, I'm reading as much as I can and I just feel like I know so little about Puerto Rico. I didn't even realize until I started reading that I know nothing. And uh and then there's so much conflicting information yeah. too because some like like we were saying before, like some people who are considered heroes of Puerto Rico are all about Promesa and then yeah. other people are just like, "Nah, you don't know what you're, you know, which is a big part of the reason that you're on the show." Um, so we need to just uh, take a trip there, man. Yeah, what, well, what can we do? What can people listening and what can we do to help? Uh, to what are some good resources to maybe learn more? And also, what can we do right now to like help aside from taking a boat over there and starting a revolution or and another uh, just a place where we could start to educate ourselves properly? Yeah. Yeah. Well, two things. One is it's great that people are, are protesting there. The young people are protesting there, and I hope older folks get with those young people and that some of those older folks who were down with Vieques and wanting to put an end to Vieques will come out mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and join them. But I think the fight is here. Really? I okay. think we need to take the fight here to Congress and the UN mm-hmm. because the United Nations has an obligation to hold the U.S. accountable when it's being an abuse of power. Okay. And this is an extreme abuse of power. This is about monies and cents that ain't got nothing to do with our people. People who got enslaved, got fucked over, got brutally raped, as well as the land, as well as the women. We're talking about experimentation of sterilization of women in Puerto Rico. So, so, so if you, I don't know, I, you know, I don't know if you all are straight, if you are gay, whatever. But any birth control pill, thank God, they're on the backs of women in Puerto Rico because that's where the experiments were done. Oh wow! But we don't talk about these things, mm-hmm. and we have to. We have to say what our truths are. Mm-hmm. Not not in a way that is about pity me and oh sorry me and feel victimhood but to tell the truth about what this country has done mm-hmm. yeah the story has to be told so uh, we know where to go and how to move forward from here so yeah, so the places I go oh sorry I was just gonna say it's something we've talked about a lot on the show before too just different perspectives <clears throat> And different upbringings, different education, stuff like that. I paid attention to history class. I did a little bit on history class, and I knew nothing of this. Yeah. It's a total they're whitewashing. Gonna, yeah, they're not going to tell you any of that. Of course. It's a total whitewashing on my <laughs> end, and it's, it's, it's really sad to see how far reach that goes. And it's going to get yeah. worse. I mean, right. if you understand, Texas holds our curriculum for the U.S. in its hand, right? And we're talking about Texas people. Right. Uh, like, yeah. we should be scared as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the U.S. <laughs> does the same in Puerto Rico, and it determines on what you hear, right? No books but, in the library. That's like that's, no books it, in the library. It, it, that shit is craziness. Please. Um, and so, but I grew up in Harlem. I grew up in Spanish Harlem. My teachers were those old young lords. I went to a bilingual nice. middle school called Julia de Burgos, no longer exists. And its whole premise was we were independent, we were proud Puerto Ricans, and our struggle was very much connected to that of black Americans in this country. Mm. Um, and it was just very clear. Like, you knew that growing up. Right. Um, that's like common you know, knowledge and, for y'all. And, and everything that you went to was about celebrating who you were. 
um, including my our teachers. You know, it wasn't these internalized hate, you know, anti-black people that would say, no, you can't do that. You, you got to dress this way. You got to. No, they would be like, rally, be loud, be heard, be seen. Um, and so we have to do that. Um, but but I think I think you said it as it Dennis Dennis Oliver is it oh, John, John, John Oliver. Oliver he just came out with his book War on Puerto Rico oh Ricans. no 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 John Oliver had the show I'm, uh, no there's a brother named Dennis um, Caramba I gotta Google him but anyway he just came out with this book and that is a great book okay. if you want to know we'll, we'll, the truth we, we are going to take a break people. soon and we'll look that up and we'll tweet right, it out and we'll right. talk about it when we come so back that's so that's a good resource what's to the go book to? called do you know the is it the name is the, the truth war, about the, the War on Puerto Rico the War on Puerto Rico okay all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that uh, name and we'll, we'll be sure to tweet that out. Um, so one thing that I'm kind of getting from what you're saying is that w- once we are aware of the intersections of these issues, right, um, we should combine them all and use Absolutely. that force collectively. And and we've seen a lot of this with Black Lives Matter movement uh, incorporating uh, more of the LGBT community, mm-hmm. especially uh, uh, trans women of color. And uh, Well, re- they're led by black They're led. Yeah, they run. They women. started it. Yeah. Right. So you can't not negate yeah. that. And, and just uh, this <laughs> week, uh, I'm forgetting where it was but they I think it was Chicago they shut down the pride um, the pride parade um, to make to I make sure it was in Canada oh was it in Canada it was the Black Lives Toronto group oh Toronto yeah oh. that's yeah, what it was and yep. they shut oh, it down really? it was the bomb yeah. they, so, yeah. so they, were, oh. they were the invited guests Black Lives Matter was like the invited guests and they were supposed to be like the high point of the parade they shut and the but down. no because something happened because yep. they, they were going to honor the law enforcement yes. or do something oh, wow. and that's when the Black Lives what? were like hell Who no but they knew yeah. in advance and they still went as like part of the parade and then they just stopped the parade for yes. a half hour and they and they forced the, the people that run the parade to sign the uh their, their demands. Was, yeah, and one yeah. of the demands was no more police ever at this parade, right. part of the part of the uh, festivities. Right. Um right. and they had a they had a whole list of demands. They did and they that sh- being their main right. demand, which is amazing. Right. And, and then, yeah, right. the guy came out and signed it with this big uh, like, feather pen. This is why you brought us here, right? This <laughs> yeah. is what we're doing here. Now. So yeah. the, so the people invited them, then they shut down their own parade for like over a half hour and made the guy come out and sign in front of them and uh, so now they're not having the police involved in the Hopefully, actual parade right? yeah that's we'll what see. they said we'll yeah see, cause we'll see I think the reporter got in and started saying well we haven't heard back from the pride organizers you yeah. know about what they think yeah. you know but but to the point of of, of the uh, organizers is no this is our moment like you right. can't invite us to your house and to be aware of that and not mixed message going that out this right. is huge yeah. like no this is yep. you can't do stuff like that and I only brought that up to, to piggyback on what you're talking about the intersections because now we have uh, this is Toronto now so we're in Canada Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter and we're uh, at the LGBT so there's those intersections right. and also today um, they shut down Bill, uh, not Bill Clinton Hillary Clinton and Obama yeah, in North yeah, Carolina, Carolina for the ICE raids right. now this was I guess they were having uh, uh, Obama and Clinton were having their first joint campaign he thing together yeah. and uh, a bunch of teachers uh, who had I guess North Carolina was hit really hard by those ICE raids which we, we talked about a few uh, weeks mm-hmm. ago on the show and a lot of the students from the high schools were taken and deported back to uh, South America uh. so uh, a lot of the teachers and people from the community shut down Hillary Clinton's um, campaign thing today, demanding that those students be returned back uh. to North Carolina. And talk about the intersections there too, because now you know now we're on the other part of the mm-hmm. uh, hemisphere, like, right. you know, really. And uh, and you still have community leaders and and uh, black activists coming right. demanding you know justice for these people too. And I just see like all these like pooling of you know these crises which are so closely related. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, I like to, I just like that when we do demonstrations here uh, we'll have people demonstrating for trans women and people with the right. ice raids and right. and now I, I'm 
suspecting as uh, more and more information comes out about what's happening in Puerto Rico, we'll see m- more of that even at, at oh these protests. Oh my God, yeah. you had to see after um, Orlando and Pulse happened because okay. the majority of the individuals who were killed were Puerto Ricanos. I mean, you had to yeah. see. So Puerto Rico's undergoing all of this economic, right? People are having a hard time feeding their ch- their families, finding work, sustaining work. P- um, families are leaving and leaving houses empty. And in the and in and in, in the influx of all of that, all of that mm-hmm. chaos, they all come out to protest in the tone with with Florida, which I just was so proud of, mm. because in all of that ugliness, they could literally like right yeah, be right. like, no, we're with you. Pulse is us, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, and then I think one of the airlines or a couple of them gave free rides to people yeah, so they could come and get family, wow. yeah, and bring them back home. Oh, yeah, I think I it was um, JetBlue or, or yep. South, one of them. I think it was JetBlue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. which I was really so. So regardless, like we people who struggle and who are in resistance know how to also stop even though our lives are chaotic right mm-hmm. we're not dead yeah and how do we stop and celebrate well speaking you know? of celebrate uh, the flyer for this week's episode is I'm going to say this yeah. one La, La Borin Kenya I think is how it's pronounced did I do si, it right si, La okay. Kenya. and this is the, the like, parade uh, yeah she's for the parade but she's also <laughs> supposed to have a comic La series La come out yeah. this is uh, uh, yeah. the, the first woman Puerto Rican superhero yes it nice. is it is um, I haven't had a chance I don't even know if the comic is out I just know I'm, I have to go get the new Black Panther comic tomorrow that's right and I was going to ask them when I was there like is that do you all have yeah. this or whatever because I just want to get start getting that too like while, while I'm down there but uh, I saw that um, one of the they, they had like the actual like the woman in the parade yeah. and she's local right is that you Stephanie know what? Uh, I have no idea who any of that is but Rosa does because Rosa has it on her page I tried to understand it but I'm not into comics I was going to say the and superhero so it, yeah, secret it, identity thing I it's got maybe lost. over your I got lost but I was excited <laughs> I was excited you know I was excited for uh-huh. what she looked like the black lot you know you know yeah, her, like it's amazing. The one, the woman and who played her, look good. Outfit is great. Yeah, right. The, okay, the design, and everything. Yeah, everything wow. is great. <laughs> no, just the craftsmanship. I'm the craftsmanship. <laughs> stitching. The stitching was. And why it gotta be a better outfit? It was you get a woman the opposite, though. Superhero. It was the Peep this though. So any name the female, uh, the women superheroes that you see that don't have their breasts out, that don't right. have the boob window. Didn't we didn't see the thighs. It was just she, she had a great. It was the Puerto Rican flag. Yeah, it looked good. It was good. She looked good. Yeah, yeah. And she was um, she was the main to the Puerto Rican Day Parade trouble, which yeah. I didn't go to and it was the first time <laughs> in my life in a long time um, oh that you didn't you go you don't know this about me but we were um, I was raised by a single mom and so we didn't have a lot of money we lived on public assistance and so up until f- I think I was 13, 12 or 13. My mom would make over 100 pasteles, and this is a delicacy that we make we that love really pasteles. shows the African and indigenous roots of our people. And and she would make roast And you didn't pork. bring us any? I know, that's no, about No, I don't do that. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> but she made roast pork, and she would make like five of them. And then she would make... Um, the the, bra- the leg breasts of, of chicken the mulos I don't know how oh, to okay. say it in English but the leg part of like uh-huh. the, th- yeah. okay, okay. the flats JB isn't that what you call those flats <laughs> nah the thighs she's oh, talking okay. about the thighs yeah the thighs and mm-hmm. she would roast them and mm-hmm. make this big old pots of like arroz con gandules and we would sell plates mm-hmm. at $8 a pop nice. sometimes really? $10 because people on 5th Avenue they hot as hell right. Right. all of 5th Avenue shuts down so you can't get food anywhere you can't right. even go to McDonald's oh, on 5th Avenue because 
Puerto Ricans are in town, so they were all shut down. We would leave there literally with like five to eight thousand dollars. I have a question. What? And, and that's just what we follow use. your nose, folks. And that's right. what we would use during the year, throughout the year, you know, for like clothes mm-hmm. and presents and stuff because nice. you don't get money for that. I have a right. very important question, actually. Wow. Speaking of food, what do you think where's the Puerto Rican spot in this area right now? Is oh, there one? Question. Oh yeah. Is there a Puerto Rican spot in this area? Yeah. Well, um, let's tweet this out, JB. Fragmented. So for a long time, when I first came here in 1985, Amsterdam was called Little Rico. So that's where a lot of the Puerto Uh Ricans. They still call it that. Okay. They still call it that. Amsterico. Amsterico. Yeah. And then Centro Civico is based out of there because they have a large Latino population. Right. Okay. So it's not just Puerto Ricans, but but Puerto Ricans I think are the number one Mm -hmm. Latino community. Um, We in Troy have a beautiful Puerto Rican community, but we're very fragmented. Um, And so you kind of go to... To the heights. Um, Wait, where's where, the food? Where do you get the food? Oh, it seems like you got to go to somebody's house. We got to like go to yeah, your right. house. We got to come to your spot and to get you the food. You can come to my house, but we, we don't, don't eat we don't, beef or pork. We don't, yeah, we don't eat any of What? Hey, I'll be yeah, there. So what? Don't make it's that. me. I want to know about oh, the, the, the restaurant. Right right. Oh, God. I'm where can we gentrify? I don't care where the people are. I want to know about the restaurants. What restaurants? No offense. No offense, but where can we Columbus? Yeah, we need to Columbus some restaurants. So, um, all right, so there's, there's a bodega right there. Y'all can eat out of there, oh, but yeah. I've never really eaten there. Their food there, is really but good. Their food looks good. Well, I Avenue. go and I, yeah, I oh, do thanks. my monthly thing where I go then I spend you know money because I got to support the brothers. Right. Well, that's All right across from Lincoln yeah, Towers, so right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I used to know them. They used to go to SUNY when I went to school, oh, okay. and they were just What's like that, you, the, Brun, the young Brande, Dominican is that what they brothers. Call that over there? Mm-hmm. Then they got in trouble because they was doing something. Yeah, I know what they were doing because I participated. Which is Ecuadorian, Peruvian. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of Mexican. Puto Cano. But other Puto than Pio There's no them. Puerto Rican spot? No. That's I don't, so messed up. I don't really know any so Puerto Rican spots. There's a couple Dominican spots. There's a couple Dominican spots. Pio's great. They make Puerto Rican food. Yeah. 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 I've never been to Pio Pio, but I looked at their menu, and their menu, it seemed a bit expensive for what they were offering. Their food is delicious. It's so good. It's good. It's delicious. It is, and it's big. Uh-huh. These are big portions Really yeah. big portions of And they have yeah. the, Some of the hottest Hot sauce I've ever had Like at a restaurant before I'll just go there Sometimes The enceboyado The salad um, It's like a dressing uh-huh. Oh my goodness oh. Yeah They marinate the Onions in lime for like two days, and then they season it with cilantro and everything, and you put but it like on your right. Puerto Rican? No, they're, no, they're, that's Dominican. They're from Central America. Yeah, they're something. from like Ecuador and Peru. Yeah, yeah. So that might be yeah. something that they do. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, the Hollow Downtown has delicious food too, but it's not uh, Puerto Rican. But we're gonna <laughs> be there because, because we're gonna, we're gonna be, be there. there. I'm glad, oh, I'm glad you ask <laughs> um, because we're gonna be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for the Beach Shop Music Festival. This oh, is the eighth annual Beach Shop Music Festival, and when we first started, yeah, well, well, this is great because when you first came in, you know, into the studio tonight, you asked, you kind of asked, what, what is Beach Shot? How did Beach Shot get started? And I think a lot of our listeners may know some of the story, but because this is the the last episode before the the festival, mm-hmm. we figured we'd give a little backdrop of what exactly Beach Shot is and what will be in store for you know for the festival, which is again Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, so I figured what? True and and uh, Jody want to kind of give a give a loose a little background on yeah like how did you all get started sure what up 
What's up, True? And y'all hey, not just kicking it. What's up, man? <laughs> what you say? You've been doing this for a minute, huh? So yeah. We're an eclectic looking crew. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're weird. We'll do this and then we'll get into the first break. Yeah, I got some songs. I got some Isaac Sawyer because he's going to be performing at Beat Shot this year. Uh, but uh, for, so I can start with the name Beat Shot. Oh, can um, I real quick? No, people tweet us best, at Beat Shot Radio. Best fest, your favorite moments because we're going to be you're going to do those too. We'll cover right. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we can do that later or whatever. So, so um. When I met Lobo, I was actually on my way to I wasn't I was like going downtown and I bumped into Lobo and um I was going to a house party uh-huh. and I met him we hit it off right away we were talking like right in front of the car we went to my crib I was already doing music with my man Arigato Rafael and he heard it and he was like yo you guys are doing this crazy stuff man we gotta get together so he started giving us music and initially the three of us we started producing albums together we would go to the shows the hip hop shows that were in the area and um, we would do photography I didn't know how to DJ I didn't know how to make um, I knew how to make music but I didn't I wasn't DJing or anything or promoting but we would go to the shows him and I both and we would do photography and take pictures of all the rappers that were in the area and then we would get their email addresses and send it to them and they would put it up on MySpace like you know these guys whoever these guys are they're making these ill pictures so from that we decided to call what we were doing because we were making beats and we were doing shots photography we decided to call the company Beat Shot so that's the origin of the name alright I don't know picture the music picture the music and that was our slogan just so you know everyone now thinks it's because we drink a lot (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's because of you (laughs) Trunk 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 and I got involved and they're just like oh must be the booze (laughs) (laughs) must be all the distillery alright what's your what's your part just that, totally that. Just uh, you know, I feel like I linked up with you and and Adi. It was, I was maybe at the time of my life, I was the most bored mm-hmm. that I had ever been, and and it was at a. And I feel like for a lot of people my age at the time, where it's like, not that I was like a bad kid into this kind of shit, but it was like you go one way or you kind of go another way. And uh, you know, I was very much looking to, you know, to do something, you know, and do something with myself and do something with, uh, you know, with with people here in the community. And I think uh, it was a time where literally all my really good friends that I went to school with here uh, a lot of that core group moved to California so a lot of my good friends all moved at the same time uh, and I was kind of at this crossroads of uh, you know do I stay here do I move to Cali with everybody else what am I going to do who am I what am I doing and um, you know got a chance to you know I, I knew I liked music and you know was I had the little beat tape that I was kind of working on and starting to show people and I was kind of getting into this like comfortable phase of like um, deciding that hey you know what I think I'm an artist maybe I'm an artist I have some art isn't art and, and that whole conversation of trying to figure all that out um, and just got you know kind of thrown into the mix with these guys and we all kind of hit it off immediately and uh, the biggest part was like as far as us being able to do the festival was that nobody told us what we were doing was bad ever I think and I think that's the being the biggest thing is that nobody was like with few exceptions people have, have certainly helped us fine-tune along the way a lot of people have helped us fine-tune daily uh, you know along the way as we're kind of doing event to event um, but I remember that and I think about that of uh, you know us kind of coming together and not 
stopping ever and never really taking the time until maybe now to think about, hey, what are we doing? What's the next thing? What should we do with this way? We were just kind of were just rolling. And it was just like, you know, Ralphie was putting his albums out. True had, you know, four cameras that he was just like, can you know, you got to actually hand take some pictures. And it was like it all kind of was falling together while things elsewhere were kind of falling apart where it just it just made sense. And I think we were able to just kind of like uh, we were able to entertain ourselves and right. then entertain everybody else. Yeah, we uh, actually started putting on shows. We so actually was, started putting on shows. And I, we still didn't even have a DJ. Like, right. you know, we would show up at shows with either a disc man or an iPod or something. There was no, and Ralphie would rap. I was working for the museum, so right. I had I had access to all kinds of weird props, uh, grandma, uh, gowns, wolf heads, uh, <laughs> and Gada would actually perform. Ralphie, he would perform with these things Bring on. these photos. And people would come out. And they, I'm, sure, there, I'm yeah. sure they're on, on, on MySpace. They're on, on MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> I'll, I'll get right on that. We got so, going forever. So that basically leads to Let's crack open this guy house. coming coming to me and he says you know we we had established a, such guy? a um, lobo hey we had established a relatively good connection with all the artists in the capital district we leaned on this city hard yeah uh, and it was mainly through our <laughs> photography and he goes yo let's have a birthday party and invite all these guys who we've been taking pictures, guys and girls, um, but all these artists who we've been taking pictures of to come and perform at our birthday party. We did this first party uh, nine year, eight years ago at Red Square, and I have never seen such a huge, packed, positive event. It, it was, was unbelievable. It was too successful, really. Yeah. <laughs> We should have just. It should have been a failure, and we should have stopped then. Right, <laughs> but it didn't. So we're like, it was. Right, it was galactic. Going, it was let's monumental. It. You could see the party from space. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like everybody came out. There were, I don't know, fifty people on the roster. Like everybody who's emceeing in the capital district was still today have albums. Yeah. They were all there. They all performed. We had singers. We had poets. And that was the beginning of something that we had no idea was going to be, you know, magical and epic. And here we are eight years later still doing it. Oh, God. So can I? Yeah. So how many people listen to you? And do you all get paid for this? No. We get paid millions. Oh, yeah, we get paid. Working on it. You guys aren't getting paid? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. No, no. We we get paid millions and no one listens to us. (laughs) (laughs) My husband and I were just talking about this. There has not been one black owned, and I know you're not all black in the room, but not one black owned radio station. Yeah. Yeah. We won't won't have one. We won't have one. Yeah, we're actually all black except for Nate's a Jew, and then um, and then Steve started just hanging out with us because Jody was absent. Yeah, cool. But yeah, <laughs> prior to the haircut though, Steve was blacker than most of us in this room. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, false. He, he definitely had oh. an afro. Uh, can, uh, sun. can I ask? Um, we have a. Uh, this is a black-owned radio show. Yeah, yeah. sure it is. is us. Yeah. No, we own this. It's internet radio, but still. Yeah, and our podcast is kind of blown up, which is cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get paid in chicken wings and booze. Yeah, legit. So, we have, one, we have one sponsor. We're we have two sponsors. sponsors. Uh, two sponsors. Yeah, the uh, Albany Distilling Co. Shout out to them. They give us free liquor, and uh, and then Savoy Sepoy. brings us chicken wings sometimes, and and, and, and soon to be raisinets. Our secret is raisinets. Oh, I didn't get those. Yeah. That's right, Nestle. Yeah, that's but right. On a serious tip, would you yes. all take this like 
Seriously, I mean, I, I'm sure you take it seriously. Let's go, loose. Where are we going? Where are we taking it? Where? Well, just because it would be amazing to have something like this in the capital region that's here. We, that we have like could, seventy you episodes. Have people listen to on the radio. <laughs> this is, we have like seventy but episodes. We, no, we are. Look, look, we're here. We're serious. Like we're not going to stop. Yeah. Um, we will continue to grow. Masai said this last week. He goes, "Yo, it's you know our our listenership is boosting. It's growing. You know, we're getting that more more listeners. This is great for promotion. This is great Absolutely. for publicity. So, you know, and I, I, you know, I look at I look at it and I'm saying to myself, wow, this thing has really like just took on its own life, yeah. its own yeah. entity. Like we're going strong two years. We're not getting, right. we're not like losing any steam. Like mm-hmm. there's, you know, we're all pulling. Last and week, hot so, air is going into someone the from Wu Tang yelled at us last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Look, yeah. look, serious. Look, yeah. Serious. Like, like Missy Elliott We've followed us Missy one Elliot's week. Follow us. You know, like, Immortal crazy. Technique re- retweeted us one week. You know, like it. Right. There's, yeah. there, it's happening. It's yeah. happening. And, and, so and that's not even our bomb. And I feel like because that's not our goal to be big and popular yeah. and all of that right. it's happening that's happening when you yeah. force it it doesn't yeah. happen and right. I I can't stress that enough But yeah. and also there's yeah. this there's this conception I would even go so far as to say it's a misconception that success has to be validated by money well by money or by being on a white owned community yeah. you know radio station yeah, or yeah. you know like you know yeah. this in itself what we do I see is successful alone and I don't feel that you know, having some bigger organization validate it. I don't think that, I don't feel like that's necessary. And I'm to, not suggesting yeah. that. I'm actually suggesting you do, um, tell me, Chulo? True. 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 Yeah. Um, Chulo. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Chulo. Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. <laughs> Done. Done. Just like that. That's a t shirt. That's how nickname is made, ladies and gentlemen. Like, <laughs> printing that up. Um, okay. For real. All right. Fire so Photoshop. The only thing I'm going to say to you all so, like, those of us who do anti violence against women work, we're not anti sex. Right? Right. right. Sure. We just want you all to ask. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, you all sense. get to ask. Right. I really dig you and I'd like to have sex with you. And right. if she doesn't say yes, then it's not a you don't misunderstand it for nothing yeah. mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Okay. That's how so, I was raised. So with, uh, I just want to just plug that in. So with that said, I'm not implying that you all get owned by a white group, mm. but I know the Sanctuary for Independent Media is yep. coming out with some radio. We're working with them. I don't know if I can connect yeah. with that, but I would totally connect with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry yeah. I haven't heard before. No, no, that's yeah. all right. That's what this is all about. That's that's all this is how we there are a lot of people actually listening right now because you're on the show, and we've had Rosa Clemente on. We've had um, well, you uh, probably get more listeners with Rosa. Well, it depends. It really her. depends. We've we've uh, had a variety of people on. Sometimes yeah. we'll have a random rapper from Troy, and we'll have 50 people listening that normally that's don't. Fun. You know, yeah. um, and when we first started, I think we were probably doing the show for like 10 people. Yeah, and next thing I know, we're getting like hundreds of listeners on our podcast, and and even even live. So yeah, so uh, we always try to bring new people on that'll bring in a, a new a new audience and kind of cover yeah. topics we haven't been able to cover before, which is you know, which is which yeah, is right topics here, so. is what That's makes it so bomb. diverse. And also, we don't always do it here. Okay, you know, we yeah, get up. And, I thought it was we did odd. a, li- we did a live like, show. Could you stay outside for a minute? I'm going to somebody's house. All right, 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 right. I didn't know, but you know what? This is male privilege. I've never. I would have been just like, you're right. I would have just jumped out. Like, yeah, leave me in this parking lot. I'll be fine. Waving me down to come in. I'm like, like I'm on the phone with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's clutching her mace and her. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's going on. 
no I was just like you know what if I don't see him then I don't you know because my husband was gonna wait and yeah. I don't see him but then they drove off because I'm like I think I'm okay. okay and then he gave me a hug but I'm like well, like what the heck but no so where do you normally shoot from or no this no, is normal this is where we this shoot from normally okay. but sometimes wait. we do it live We've done a live episode down at the Hollow. Yeah, we're doing another oh, live show yeah. at Savoy. We also used to do it at, at Nate's. We kind of bounce around, so um, mm-hmm. but we but we, we have it done at my house in about ten. We, to that's where we months. started, though. That's where it started. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is where it started in my yeah, in my dining room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can, can I ask uh, you, you to fast forward? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. It's ve- first of all, it's very honest. Like we would do this right here um, if there weren't any microphones, if there weren't any laptops, right, and right. if there weren't any listeners, because this is how we this is how we get down. This is how we. Figure out what we're going to do in the future. This is how we, you know, figure out what we're going to eat. You know, this yeah. is our friends. Yeah, this is our yeah. friends, our family, and this For is me, what we do. And we decided this. to tech, you know, to, to make it technical mm-hmm. and yeah. add that aspect to it. That's right. all. But that's huge. Yeah. You right. give a voice to a lot of people that normally, you know, because I'm old and I love news. You're really not old. Thank you. Well, Would I'm you stop? Nerd. I'm a nerd for news. So I listen to CNN. I go oh, from okay. CNN to Democracy Now, right? And then I go to all the Pacifica Network because I got to hear what they have been doing in Berkeley and all them other places. Right. And then I listen to Radio Vieques, oh. which is basically similar to this, mm-hmm. except they're actually at what used to be in El Campo, um, mm-hmm. the, the campsite for the protests in Vieques. Right. Okay. And so it's like a little house. Um, and it's beautiful. It's just like this. It's community run and they talk to local community people about issues. And so now you can subscribe to our podcast. No, now I that, am. Now that you know it exists. And I would have like, spread the word, but I'm not. No, like, that's, I'm, right. that's not my style either. <laughs> You know right. what I'm yeah, yeah. Just check out some of the other stuff. Yeah, no, that's that's what it's all about. One listener at a time. You know, uh, you might like to. If you go back and through the list, you'll see some of the topics we've done. They might even be right up your alley. So uh, oh, be sure, sure, check it out. Uh, we're gonna go into the first. Oh, break yeah, we, because we've been, uh, we, it's, it's about that time. Yeah, we when did we jump around. When we come back, though, I really want to hear uh, about when you guys got to the next. Because right at this point in, in the first festival, it's you, Lobo, and Gato, right? Correct. I want you to fast. It's forward. me and Lobo forever. Okay. Yeah, all right. Gato's uh, a train wreck. He's in and out. And he knows. <laughs> But I want to know when when uh, Nate and JB and then get to me and Struce and everyone, like just kind of the progression of it, you know. So right. uh, we'll do that when we come back. Uh, keep it locked at Beat Shot Radio. Keep hitting us up, up on Twitter. We want to know your favorite Beat Shot moments. You can use the hashtag Best Fest. And um, also, uh, yeah, if you have any other questions uh, for Lu- uh, Luz Marquez, you can just tweet at Beat Shot Radio. Do you, have a, you don't have a Twitter, right? <laughs> oh, you do have a Twitter? I couldn't. I searched. Just to stalk I couldn't the find kids, it. Right? Just yeah, stalk the kids. You're, you're hard to find online. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did that on purpose. Just for the kids. It's Maria. Um, I believe. Oh no, I think it's Afro Boricua. Oh, there's going to be a I thousand of those. All right, we'll find that out. No, and no but I'm Afro Boricua three because one, oh. two, three. <laughs> <laughs> top three's good though. Top so, three. So three is the top like, one's got the Kate and the, okay. Kate and the parade. All right, wow. so I'll tweet that out and yeah. I'll also tweet out the book that we were going to bring up. Okay, I just looked it up. Yep. Okay, so here we go. First break. Keep it locked up. Beach Radio. Yeah, 
services. Rip for her pleasure, I'm better under the pressure. My set is tougher than level. We never under the weather. We run what's under the heavens, like tennis under 11. We still alive and we legends. Do the lines and all legends, and we've been regularly reppin' since people run with a rapper. Won't bag a chick if she beggin'. I bang a chick while she pregnant. I eat a rapper for breakfast, they eat a rapper for seconds. And spread them in the segments to milliseconds. My intellect is a record irregular. I'm catching wreck in your neck of the nebula. Don't ever reckon the step in your baby nakes in my section. My radiation affect your molecular. I spit an arc in the arc of apocalypse. I brand a knock at the knock as topless. I'm at the top of the totem pole, holding my pole and my sword. I'm homie, the stone that is rolling with no erosion. You need to check it out. Yeah. The jig is up. You ain't really tough. You a little bitty punk, little goat, Billy Gruff, and I'm silly with the tongue. Roll the Phillies up, girlies, get your titties sucked. We don't really give a fuck, and I'm chilling in the cut. The dust died down, you was upside down. Who the tough guy now? Please pipe down with your tough guy frown. Flow hyperspace, leave you in the dust right now. Rush like blah, spin and make the beat drop. Fresh got the G shot, sand got the Reeboks. P hot like teapot. You don't wanna test me. What am I, clown dog? Not Joe Pesci. Your best team dead. When it come to reaching goals, yes, he's Gretzky, stuntin' on a 10-speed. Superman, get the loot again, stash it at the Hoover Dam, skate out with my hula yo. The squad is here, my crew in here, we do this here, so. The squad is here, my crew in here, we do this here, so. Hello, what up? I'm the captain of the army, armed with an arsenal of samples if you want me. I'm lethal with the weapon, find me speeding for your section. If you need a resurrection, people move collectors like the needle to ejection. The antidote, my fan is dope, my handle flows. Homeboy standing, oh, peep console, my squad's so monstrous. Animals, you damage us impossible. Preposterous, my niggas is cannibals, I'm ravenous. Inhabitants are scandalous and home of the vandals. The inviters of the manuscripts, writers of the iron horse. The flyers of the writers residing with shots of fire. Don't run into the entire course. Maya, Maya. So we're back. Um, <laughs> uh, we didn't really have time to do the shout out list. Uh, so you know who you are. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we will shout out Albany Distillico. I can give, I can give a few. I, I think I got a few here. Yeah. Um, Tanisha's on the check in. Kleana's on the check in. Matt Murray, of course, my homie. And uh, his, one of his um, best hashtag best fests mm-hmm. was Taina. Uh, La Banda Rebelde oh, Closing yeah. set Last year That was dope He put 2014 But it was actually 2015 Matt um, Ben Benji Blanco Is on the check in Sophia's on the check in She said she loves you You're amazing Luz um, Who is that? Sophia Oh wow um, Tara's on the check in <laughs> Of course uh, Willie Evans is on the check in What? What? Willie Evans yeah. will be headlining the Beach Shop Music Festival. Yeah. Dorothy Charles. I don't know who that is, but she's on the check-in. Kwame Mizzle, Casey is on the check-in. 
Yes. Um, them trees. I already okay, said them so trees. What that means? Oh, on like, a check-in. What does that mean? Yo, on a check-in just means yo. people are interacting with us on Twitter or Facebook, asking questions or just just tweeting out. Oh, that's out. crazy. Cool. Is that Rosa yeah. Clemente? Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. We don't Rosa give me that. Hi, Rosa. <laughs> I love you. Right now, Lewis is yelling on my computer screen. <laughs> You understand that I'm older than her And for all my life I've known I was a black Latina But she was the first one To articulate it And I'm Mm. like Look at this sister Like in all her glory And that's why I'm like Young people are no joke Mm -hmm. Like you have nothing Holding you back She's not that much younger though She is She's 10 years younger than me I remember when she was At SUNY Albany And she didn't have no kids And she was little as half (laughs) (laughs) And she she ran for vice president I was with Amazing And then my daughter Went to Ferguson and got arrested and she happened to be there. I'm like, Rosa, just just tell me where my daughter is. Mm-hmm. Just tell me where my daughter is, please. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Rosa did. Rosa did. Jeez. Is that I is that um now that you you're an activist for so long and now your kids are getting arrested for this oh stuff? Oh my God. Is, is I a, cried. Right. I fell apart. She's like, Luce, you raised her to do this. I'm like, I didn't raise her to do civil disobedience. White people are supposed to do civil disobedience. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna light this thing on fire. That's for sure. <laughs> no, white people this is important we just, this stumbled, is real, we just stumbled into gold right here yeah. walk in here telling you so my son had a baseball game yeah. in in brunswick which is like up in them boonies yeah. oh Detroit. i, 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 I know the only black kid on the uh, team yep. and they brought i mean it looked like it was a legit gang fight so i'm like oh hell no i gotta go my son's gotta come and i called the cops on all them white kids because i'm like hell no. <laughs> yeah. anything goes down and my little son could get killed, Lynch, and get the hell out of here. So you called the white cops to deal with them white I boys sure out did. in Whiteyville. Okay. Bring me my little one. A lot one. of sore yes. wrists tomorrow. I'll tell yes. you what. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing, though. You called the police on what, what you saw was like a baseball bat gang fight. This will it not be on the crazy. news. No, no. no one will ever talk nowhere. about this. And they're not going to patrol it every other. Now every imagine, time imagine if Arbor Hill. Imagine if a fight broke out in Arbor Hill, y'all. You do know Arbor Hill is being like they're trying to close down the field. My husband played there. All of the best. Top best ball player. Oh yeah, I played there too. I played there. She said she said the best player. Yeah, yeah. stunt after stunt. Yeah. I played there too. <laughs> I did not play no, there. No, a lot there. of yeah. the best baseball players yeah. in the area, black, yeah. black baseball players <laughs> and women softball, like played in that that uh-huh. that park. And they're trying to so shut down. We yeah. should treasure it and protect yeah, for sure. it. Yeah. But I guarantee you, the police ain't gonna show up next time they have a game. Oh really? No, so they're not gonna oh, be God, no. They won't be there. No, oh, yeah, you're gonna be sitting there eating yeah, popcorn. Yeah. Just like, get them, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and nobody will talk about that because no. 40 white guys can have a full on fight right. with baseball bats, and it's right. just like, oh, you know, kids playing or whatever. The they're just celebrating. And, like, the, boys and will the, be boys. the coaches were like, blow, like, literally, people had blood on them. Like, it was bad. <laughs> wow. And so I'm like, hell no, get my son off that field. I know my place. This ain't our fight. Wow. You know, and so for me, I didn't raise her to do that. And so I knew she was gone. But I thought she was just going to be a regular protest like everybody else. I didn't know she was going to do civil disobedience. Okay, so I have two questions. One, uh, as an activist, is it, it, was there a moment where you're just like uh, proud? You get the phone call, your your kids arrested, and obviously once you find out they're okay, uh, you know that panic goes away. But are you just like proud? You weren't. You didn't feel like this. Like oh, like this it is took a, me a, long a milestone. Time. I'm proud now. Oh okay. But no, my husband was proud. But we didn't know. I was ready to get in my car and drive to Ferguson and to get my baby. Okay. 
okay. no, no. It was scary. Um, like I, at one point, I just lost it and fell apart. And and I never labeled myself an activist. I've always been. My husband and I have always been about this is the life that we live because from the moment we step out of our doors, yeah. this is the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And when you have kids, you've got to think about that like every day, mm-hmm. from everything from the schools to aftercare, all of that. You have to really think about who am I exposing my kids to, you know, because I'm leaving them with them for like eight hours. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that shit is crazy. And so we've always lived a life where we always told our kids the truth mm-hmm. and always rolled with them when we had things. So mm-hmm. my husband used to have a, a study group, an all black men study group, and they used to have speakers um, at, at the library. Mm-hmm. And they would bring amazing, radical, pan-Africanist speakers to Albany, New York. Mm. Dr. Ben, do you know who Dr. Course, ben is, guys? Yeah. yeah, Dr. Ben has been yeah. up here. You okay. know, um, the guy that wrote the reparations book, Rand- Sam Robinson, Randall Robinson, they brought him up here. Mm. By the you way, know? we just tweeted out, that, I'm tweeting out that other book you mentioned earlier, too. The, um, yeah, the so um, War it's Against, War against Puerto All Puerto Ricans. Ricans. I just yeah. sent out the tweet. Yeah. And so, so, so they would bring brothers up here and sisters up here. Like, they were powerful people, like, on mm-hmm. the circuit of the Pan-Africans that the government follows mm-hmm. to come up here and to educate and my kids would be the first one uh-huh. all of our kids would be the first ones on the first row I really like your point about you not seeing yourself as an activist because I think a lot of times we, we, we put ourselves or people put us in these uh, in boxes. these boxes and it's like no I'm yeah. just against getting harassed and people getting Absolutely. incarcerated and like Dante getting killed that should make me an activist that no. should just make me a human you know a fucking Absolutely. human being Absolutely because um, I also don't put myself like Rosa no disrespect I mean she puts her life on the line oh, Oh, yeah, like I can't. She do just that. got off trial. She just beat yeah, a, beat a charge for that. Mendiga, me yeah. Because and we have to pray for people like her because that's huge. Yeah. But I've never put myself on the line like mm-hmm. th- like that. And so when my daughter chose to do that, that was a scary moment mm-hmm. you, because you don't have any control over what someone's going to do to your child. Mm-hmm. And every time I called the police station, they would tell me something mean. Like at one point, he said, "Your daughter's not an angel. She's a fucking criminal." And I'm like, "No, she's not." Wow. And I'm going to tell everybody you said that. And so I did. I, I called all my networks across the country and everybody I had my son I was like get on Facebook and all the mother shits and like twit out and, and we put the number of the um, police station I'm like call and what I want you to say is Anansa Bimbo has to see her attorney wow. Anansa Bimbo has to see her attorney they were held for 23 hours and never allowed to see anyone plus you have black kids so you know you already know going into they're going to be treated differently just, just based on that and they um, already were I mean from the moment yeah. they were born so <laughs> the, the, so when you have a ch- I, I don't know if any of you have children right and so um, if you do if you don't I was you half, do. half of us do I was you one do? a perfect line actually yeah. Yeah. I do okay perfect I got like a 21 year old so did they ask you what nationality your child was or did they just assume it and they wrote it on the birth certificate because that's what they did to me with my first child oh what they write they wrote that she was Hispanic oh okay <laughs> Oh, and I didn't did you know this. Change it? Shit. You know what it takes to change that shit? Uh, it's hard. But wait, I'm not even Congress. done. Okay. So then for my second child, so my first child, I didn't know. I had no idea. No one asked me anything. They just came. And next thing I know, I'm home with my child. And about six or seven weeks later, I get the birth certificate and the social security stuff. And it says Hispanic. I'm like, what the hell? Because sh- I shouldn't have. Would- I wouldn't have agreed to that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then for my second child, they straight up got it right, but they 
didn't ask. They named him Black. Okay. It's Akiva. And then for my third child, I'm like, no, no, come back here, lady. And she's like, what? like no, because I know here. what your ass is going to do. <laughs> you need to write right there Black. And she's uh-huh. like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, because they don't ask you. So from right. the moment our children are born, uh-huh. they're literally, not only are they categorized by sex, they're already categorized they're by profile, race, but yeah. it's based on complexion. Mm. Do you understand me? Yes. Before I ask you to explain why Nate needs to get arrested at the next protest and not me, can you, can you, can you briefly explain why... Um, Hispanic is so uh, divisive and like people reject a lot of people and Latinx people reject that uh, or is it does is it does it require too much of a no no it's really simple okay um, hold the mic up a little okay so it's really simple and I think the easiest and the the most trivial r- rationale is Hispanic who the fuck wants to be called that mm. if you break it down right so that's like the most trivial but literally it encompasses people from Spain I ain't got shit to do with them people mm-hmm. and so I'm never that it's a language it's a huge language it's a language you're being called a language when right. you be when you say that somebody is Hispanic or Spanish. But it's not just a language. It's a language that encompasses you together with your enslavers and your conquerors. Right, right, right. That I just want nothing to do with. Mm. It's been the last uh, the last couple of months. I've been between jobs mm-hmm. and uh, in in the last month, filling out a lot more job applications and, and doing this and, and not having to do this for, for four or five years now. So it's kind of getting back into it. And on every application, uh, you know where. Uh, Especially the ones that I'm filling out online, there's a whole pages of <laughs> of you know how do you identify, mm-hmm. and it's always been interesting to me how there's all of the categories, and then Hispanic or then non-Spanish speaking right. is like a whole separate like we box all these people in with this box, and then these two options over here, and then a separate option of black, white, mixed race now is the newer thing that I'm yeah. seeing now. <clears throat> Um, but it's fascinating, and, and to, to more it's for that, the, the, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's, 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 it's really it's, it's, uh, why? Up. It's like what? So if I check this box, then where does this go? Versus right. if I check right. this box, where is it going to go? Well, I screw them all up. I check off black. black. I check off Latino. I, I check off. They got Caribbean. I check that. I check off every daggone identity. You can do Hispanic. more. What, more than except one. Hispanic. You can do more than one. Yeah. You can do more than one. I didn't know that. Typically can't. I oh. just do it all. You just do it <laughs> for spite. I'm like, what you gonna tell me? <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Um, you brought up something right. about why white accomplices getting arrested instead of uh, black people at protests. Why is that? Imp- no, I, I I love that you said that. Why is that important? And uh, what like is that something that you want to see more of? Or and why? I would love to see more of that because I think. White people will never see us for who we are until they see their children sacrifice themselves. And I know that that sucks, that that's real, but that's the truth. Mm -hmm. That is just the truth. Um, People in Brunswick (laughs) might be well-intentioned, but they will never see me as anything other than some inner ghetto you know, derelict who is not who's disposable, but not their children. Mm. They won't see their children disposable, and so uh, it's until their children put themselves on the fighting line that those older people will change their mind. And I hate to say that because it feels like I'm giving up, but no, we have a ton of work to do, and it's about educating our people about our conversations that we're having tonight, like okay. Puerto Rico, like how do we connect with Hawaii, like how come I don't know that, mm-hmm. you know, like. That's how we need to educate ourselves. Okay. We need to educate our community about these issues. We need to call our community on the sexism. We need to call our community on the homophobia. But it's us doing that with our own people. Okay. 
why we need to equip white people with the especially young white kids because they're the ones that are feeling like you know they want to get down yeah. with what it is that that means or at least get the t-shirt you know every day yeah. that we live our lives we put our lives our life in and of itself is a political act our mm-hmm. lives as black women is is like beyond like critical like if you all don't understand that black women in today's life are just seen as the worst of the worst and we are the ones that carry like the huge burden of all types of shit you would you'd not believe mm-hmm. we cry and we want to kill when somebody harms our kids right we cry and want to kill when we see our men abused we cry and we kill when we're and we're and and, and even less black lesbians want to kill somebody when they see a straight black man shot like you understand me like that's real and the love is so strong and I, I don't know that black men get that and that is the work that we have to do we mm. spend too much time educating white folks on what it is they need to do and all this anti-racism shit I'm like no we need to spend more time on our own community and let the white kids that get it yeah. do the anti-racism with each other mm. and this is something we talked about <laughs> you know last, last week with uh, the Jesse Williams speech because uh, I I was uh, speaking to Tanisha about it uh, on the air, and we were saying how there aren't there aren't enough examples of um, like black men role models who are sh- you know who are kind of showing that love and appreciation and support for black women, and that is kind of what's uh, in my mind anyway. That's what is kind of causing this f- prophecy to continue over and over again because black men aren't educated on it, on it. Right. They're not taught about it as boys. So by the time you're you know by the time you're in your twenties, th- you're already just like this is the way things are, and we need to see more representations of that. Uh, brought up, so I'm definitely glad you brought that up. I thought the reason you were going to say that uh, more white people need to get arrested is because they just get treated better in general and uh, by law enforcement. Well, and black people, like when we're arrested, we don't know if we'll either come out of it alive or just the financial. The financial uh, impact is going to hit yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, people of color harder. Um, uh, but j- those things are all real. I mean, when my daughter got arrested, and I didn't know all the intricate details until like months and months later. And I think every month they add one more layer of something else that happened. <laughs> but there were white kids with her um, I think there was one white person so she came from the University of Rochester and it was when they Ferguson put out a call to um, college students to come from across the country and it was during when they had a break okay. so she came with a group from some some place that's like the social justice center called the squirrel or something out in Rochester mm-hmm. one of them was white um, and then they had an elder black man and then all of them were young black students black and Latino students but while they were protesting and doing the civil disobedience there were white kids there they got beat up just as bad as my daughter did oh really yeah they got beat up just as bad my point is that they're not going to get beat up any less and I mean we know this we know this from what is that from SNCC they yeah. all they all got shot and they all got killed yeah. but America cared when they found out that those young white Jewish kids got killed mm-hmm. do you get what I'm saying to yeah. you like they wouldn't have given an eye to anybody else that's true right and so so they got beat up just like my daughter did but I didn't know that initially because they couldn't tell me because I had fallen apart and just mm-hmm. like the activist fell apart you know I understand no yeah. I understand sure. <laughs> this is my daughter but 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 your point is no they get beat up just as bad mm. but then you America can't deny that they got beat up do you okay. understand when me? it does happen and the, there's no dissonance created like yeah. there's a dissonance between when we get beat up and what we get beat up for America doesn't have a dissonance for white young people getting hurt you can just you see understand it what I'm trying to tell you no I need Hovering a little clarification on that so 
picnics in this country were created to lynch black people. Yep. Okay. Right? And so well-intentioned white people went to those picnics mm-hmm. in order for them to have survived in that culture and to have lived in that culture and to celebrate July 4th or whatever else they were freaking celebrating while somebody's being sexually mutilated by getting their cuts, their parts cut off or being killed. White people were there. Mentally, they had to create a, 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 a separation. separation between the person that oh, was okay. being violated. The people of color who are being violated yes. themselves. Okay. Yes. White people don't have that for their white children. They haven't created a, 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 a separation. separation. Which is separation. good. In the term. Yeah, so they have empathy yeah, for their yeah. for their own kind. Right. You know? okay. And so therefore, knowing that we know that, we use that. As, as the ploy for who should be on the front line. Oh, okay. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, but absolutely. it doesn't mean that I can't fight my own fight, but my fight is with my people. Yeah, like, no. I gotta figure that out. You had me at white people getting arrested. I'm all about that. So, <laughs> So, yeah, no, this is just... <laughs> put white Americans but, on the spot. Yeah, we, we actually... The time they're going to pay attention. Right, They're going to pay attention if right. John Jones gets shot because they ain't paying attention for or, the Or race, they right? can do more, too. Like, we, we've employed that uh, at one of our demonstrations where we had the, the two white folks, um, yep. uh, Brianna and, and Dan, like, run up to, to, into the bathroom and drop the banners from right. the top because black people... Yeah, they just Lots got in. People saw them. To get in. Yeah, and they just let them go upstairs yeah. and get, so they can get away with more. And usually... Absolutely. Uh, from, Isn't that sad? Yeah. I just remember being younger and getting stopped by the police and if 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 I had like white people with me or, or god forbid a white woman the police would just like hem me up and be like are you okay ma'am that type right, of thing right. so that just the, the the interactions like how they treat if you know the passenger different people. in the car kind of thing yeah right, yeah right, right. My mo- and my mother's white so uh, we, we've been we have been pulled over numerous times where they thought I was her pimp yo and they're like oh my <laughs> yo, god one of the crazy three times that was your mom and it was my mother that's and, yeah oh, and, I'm so sorry. and I'm just like learning to drive <laughs> and they're just and they, oh my god and, yo, and, like, and that's what they thought and one of the crazy experiences the day we did that show at the mall up in Saratoga I was walking with you guys and I was right. carrying gear in with you and it's in Saratoga and it's obviously a pretty specific yeah. community up there <laughs> and all of a sudden there's these like five or six dudes walking in with speakers and amps and microphones and shit and I just walking with you guys I got the weirdest fucking looks and I can honestly say yeah. I've never experienced that in my life <laughs> like I know that sounds really just walking like, around with black people <laughs> no but like seriously I've never just had like other white people looking like what is he doing yeah. and it was the weirdest thing because I felt so out of myself for the first time in my life, and it was like the first time I had that, that every day. Yeah. No, that's, that's just, it. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I never, as a white dude, when I walk into Macy's, yeah, I could deal with a look. Right. That's oh, that's like what I'm saying too. Like it, right? that was the least of the problem. That's but like the least of it. But that like is like white privilege too. in example. Right. Like but you know, right? Absolutely. It's just one of those things where it's like fuck me, unless you just really just don't get it. You know. And so today, when that fight went down, I literally I usually sit in the games and I sit really far away because I don't like to sit next to like I have an issue. Yeah. I'm from Harlem. I'm not used to being around that many white people in the boonies like that is like oh, yeah. scary, yeah. scary stuff yeah. people always like let's go out in the woods I don't want to go out in the woods like I want to be amen to that street. there's bears and white people out there people. Hey. you know what I'm saying yes like, I know exactly what you're saying I know exactly what you're saying <laughs> thank you and so I'm like so today I was like yeah, I'm getting my son and yes I called you because they had a fight and I'm like let's go I'm like I'm getting the hell out of here you know I know I know it sounds crazy but it's like a flip on reality mm-hmm. and right. I got to take those and celebrate those yep. little moments when I can. No, I feel you. I feel you. You know? 
Uh, can we talk about? I guess we'll do the flip flop thing real quick. If this isn't too deep. Flip on reality. Flip flop. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, uh, let's do that. You that's, just did that. that maybe that's that what was very smooth. She said flip. Yeah, and it reminded me of this. Okay. Um. So we we had a discussion. This is a, just a. Uh, <laughs> this came from the fireworks thing, right? So there were fire, fireworks yesterday for the Fourth yeah. uh, of July, and uh, I noticed a lot of people just saying how much they hate fireworks on social media. Yeah. And I'm just like, as a kid, I was all about fireworks, and I now I've become that guy who's just like, oh, fireworks. I hate them. They're loud for no reason, and they're bright, and I just don't like anything about them. And I was just wondering what... uh, Another thing happened to me recently, similar to fireworks, I also started liking coleslaw this week. Oh, I love coleslaw. So I hated it until I don't know what happened, and now that I'm old, I like coleslaw. So I was wondering, have you always liked coleslaw? Yes, I've always liked with fish. (laughs) Yes. All right. This is something I missed out on. So are there any things, though, that you used to either disdain or or love as a child that now you've changed your opinion on, like with the fireworks or the coleslaw? Can you think of anything off the top of your head? If anyone else has any, uh, please throw them out. Yeah, police, right? I want to be a cop. That's a good answer. <laughs> God, I'm really gonna put myself out there, but you have your hand up. Well, while you th- why, <laughs> why you think, yeah, why you think about that? I'll I'll say something about this fireworks issue. Okay, <laughs> everybody loves fireworks. While they're setting them off themselves. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. And everybody hates fireworks while they're trying to sit and watch TV watch. and other people are lighting right. them off outside. Okay. Right, okay. So it ain't about loving or hating fireworks. It's about loving or hating who Who's and when. It? Exactly. <laughs> but we but never do it. legitimately right. do No, we did them. it last night. No. <laughs> oh, that's right. No. Yep, we were having a grand old time yeah. blowing up the and roof your neighbors, the neighbors hated And then right. we were walking home and everybody around the block was blowing oh, fireworks. We I was like, why are you all playing off fireworks? They're like blocking. In the streets with Y'all like go to sleep. Yes, shit. <laughs> but on the serious tip, there are people like ex-veterans. I mean, I've heard, yeah, sure, but sure. I've heard, and I suffer from PTSD, but obviously not because of fireworks mm. for different reasons. So right, I have right. different yeah. issues, but but I think that's real. And 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 when I was young, yes, I used to be one of them little inner city kids in Harlem. We used to, I mean, I still remember today how it feels to all the firecracker and the shit be tingling <laughs> in your arm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But um, but but I've never allowed my kids to do that because because uh-huh. I never wanted them to get hurt and yeah. so one of the things I did used to like when I was little I was really bad is we, when it snowed we used to stand in the building and throw snowballs at the bus oh of course oh, yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. we would go right on the avenue and throw snowballs yeah. at we the were bus on first avenue that was a joy like, I would Word. never do that now because that's a horrible you could kill thing people. to do <laughs> right. that's so mean like I yelled at a bus driver he like pulled over and was yeah. like you never again like why would I do that or the a few times we took a cab to Harlem and then would run out oh, and everybody right. run into different buildings. Right, right. <laughs> so that's right. why you can't catch the <laughs> 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 crime. Basically, we crime. Fuck, we used to love crime. I used to live out on the street and just live out on the edge. I would not do that. Neither would I want that for my children. You know that in your in your uh, adulthood, you no. decided to stop committing well, crime. Well, I didn't think. That's why I said ask him. Because I don't know. But yeah. Anything else? Who, who else has something that they love? I, I just close. It's funny. Right. And, well, and thinking about that, I, I, I definitely had a, a a childhood klepto phase that I went through when I just would See, just steal shit. I mean, just and it was like the the vibe of, of being able to get away with it or the people that just stuff that it would be the worst. Like I would go to my friend's house and take like a spoon out the drawer, yeah. like one thing, just like one thing, or like a thing. For example, I don't know. I thought had, there is no spoon. It'd be like an ornate spoon. Wow. So I don't know, but it would be like for example, it would just be like the idea of 
love, I could go anywhere and take some shit and nobody would know. Oh, and my I could, sounds like I Masai could, and now. I was like, I had a face. Oh, yeah, I do this now. I was, I was into that and I was, that was like a thing and I had to snap myself out of that and I, I got over it. I apologize to people. And um, <laughs> so now, so back to the Here's all your thing. spoons from, right, you know, here's from 1987. Back. Random shit. I was the worst with that shit. And uh, um, the, again, the fire thing. I was a really, I had a really bad pyro phase when I was a kid and was just, and again, I was like having, having the time to be kind of unsupervised and, and I remember like you lighting know, my spoons on fire you know whatever it was yeah, it was just like we would just set shit on fire so to, to and then again so this was another where I like had to snap myself out of it where now literally in the last two years New York is like hey we'll set up tents and you can come buy your fireworks from us now and um, and I feel good about it I like going out camping and setting bonfires and I like the, I like the idea of being a responsible adult that's allowed to set fires now but every time I do it and some of you guys saw me last night on a rooftop here the the seven-year-old pyromaniac comes out, and I get yeah. very excited at every. Yeah. Le- and it's like, but now, now you I know can your wife do that. is listening. She's right? listening. She knows she was there. She was so like, We all She's survived. Like, no way. Jody survived still it. does that. We did it. We brought <laughs> it up there. It's real. It's still real. And but now it's like it's I can man. be the is you know right? I can be no, dad and dad's lighting. Yo, Masai, you know, for the family. Masai, yes. Lobo went downstairs. Like we were all upstairs chilling on the roof. Lobo comes upstairs with a cookie sheet, aluminum foil on it uh-huh. but there weren't cookies it was a whole array <laughs> of fireworks you know what that is this right. is safety first and yep. this is the step that I wouldn't take he was so ex- but he was so excited he came up with this little village of fireworks and he was like I'm and like, I know how you are that? with the stuff in your yeah, roof I, I didn't want to burn your roof like, down I didn't want to I didn't want to burn your cookie sheet I thought it was bottles I thought it was bottles you know there were boxes I thought you had soap detergent I didn't know what you had and we came to set it off yeah you did oh you did. You're a wild man. Shout out to Amani also on uh, Twitter. She's uh, oh, I love her. She's big enough, uh, yeah. Louis. Oh my God, Amani, I love you. <laughs> no, that now see that is a fly sister. Yep. Mm-hmm. she's beat shot. She's down with. She's, well, she's yeah. up with us. Yeah, well, she needs to be up with the world. She's, like, oh, I feel yeah. every time I'm around her, she's like loving us. She um she actually did poetry at the first Defend Black Girls U Albany rally that was mm-hmm. uh, you know obviously on the yep, campus. Yep, and, my uh, son was there. Y- you've been uh, pretty vocal about that too. I've seen you at you come to a few. Yeah. The demonstrations and everything. Uh, have you been following that? Yes and no. I followed it at the beginning, but I didn't go that night. So my son went to it, and oh, okay. I was really proud that he went. Um, you know, you always want to raise, especially young men, to really care about women, and so mm-hmm. I was so proud that he went. But I went to the one at SUNY Albany because. It seems to me we have a problem. We really have to hold that school accountable because for the first time in the history of that school, they literally are doing everything the way they should if it was a rape case Mm -hmm. so that they would be talking to people and not strategizing against the victims. You you know what I'm saying? But that's literally what they're doing. And so I know one of the girls came out and disclosed. She didn't didn't come out. uh, She copped to the plea deal. So she had to come out and say that she did this so that she wouldn't go to jail. So instead yeah. of going to jail, she's, you know, she's going to get a lesser. That's awful. And then what happens to her at school? She's expelled already. Um, yes, yeah, she's. Uh, they're all. They're all out of school. Um, one. Wow. One got a two-year suspension, uh, which is shame. an expulsion. The other two are completely expelled. And uh, and basically, they were just kind of told that if they were to cop to the plea and just admit they made everything up, or just say they made everything up, even if whether it's true or not, they just had to say it. They wouldn't go to jail. So one of them just 
kind of cave to that. Uh, uh, that's how I, I just having that's how you, some inside information. Yeah. It really seems like they don't want. They, obviously, they don't want to go to jail, and it seems like the DA is just like, well, we want you to take all the rap for this. You just have to say it. It doesn't matter if it's true. Just sign that saying that you made it up, and you don't have to go to jail. You know, David Storrs is another disappointment. Oh yeah, <laughs> another black totally, man's disappointment, right? Totally. Obama's fucking <laughs> from side. Yeah. So it's sort of like, and it's crazy because I, I voted for Soros back in the day. Oh, and I yeah. believe. Yeah. I didn't vote for him, but I believe Yo, I, I voted for him. Obama and believed in him too. Yeah. But it's sort of Hold like, come up. on. Oh, I am pulling it up. Like you sitting here, but um, yeah, because they screwed them girls royally. Like, how is it that you can be okay with there's a drunk bus? Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can legitimately be okay with there's a drunk bus, right? Knowing that there's a connection between alcohol and rape right. on campuses, uh, and there's a heightened like awareness about this that Biden has made clear. <laughs> but but none of that gets viewed as anything. No, the other first we've right. talked about this so much, and I went to SUNY, and this is the first time this even occurred to me. That's the most normal thing in the world at SUNY. Right. The drunk bus is a thing, right. and then they let people on it to the point of stupidity. Like you'll be pressed against the front glass. Oh my god! And I remember getting on the bus that was full of capacity and you couldn't physically fit another human mm-hmm. being on it and, and you're pressed against the window and that was super normal yeah. and the cops are okay with that oh, yeah. the school is okay with that but then something like this happens and, and they, that's not super and they'll like throw the book at these, right. these, right. these right. women basically and use their own 911 calls against them and, and try and get them expelled and press charges and you got the assistant DA prosecuting it like it's a murder trial so yeah, yeah that's so funny like what we accept is normal and then what they really want to go after is it's complete double yeah, standard and I just don't know what else we could have done but I I feel like we still have to hold David Soares to, to charge on mm-hmm. that and SUNY Albany mm-hmm. and SUNY Albany yeah. like yeah. what is it like are you kidding me do you remember the one summer I don't know how long ago but what they call ghetto SUNY ghetto campus which is around Washington Ave and it's up by like St. Rose St. Rose is well there was one it was either summer or winter and there was some big old festival they was like on St. Patrick's Day oh yeah they were like jumping yep. on cars and destroying property. They were like flipping cars. Yeah, that, yep. I used to live right on Washington like, that when that was happening. Was crazy. And what happened I, then? Did anybody get expelled? Uh, no. But they they canceled uh, the event. they canceled the event. Like I I went to St. Rose at the time that happened, and I lived on that block there. right there. Yeah. I lived on Myrtle. It happened on Morris. There were or vice versa. There were definitely people arrested for that. Yes, there but not students arrest. though. Uh, there was a dude who lived in the house because I know because I've been to well, the house so, before. There was a few black people. I'm imagining they got arrested. <laughs> 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 yeah. People like, well, where the hell did the draft yeah. come from? No, what you it know? was was like I remember the media outcry of it too. Like it got national attention. Yeah. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. But like dudes were throwing refrigerators and stoves off of houses. Yeah. And people were getting hurt, and it was just oh, kids being kids. Yeah, they you know college kids being college it. kids. Yeah, but then all of a sudden that. this shit happens in the bus. Like you said, like I've been on that U Albany bus many times. Yeah. That's a normal occurrence. And this shit, the uh, it, this they want to throw the book at, right? But with the fridges off the roof it's just it's kids like, oh, being kids you know St. Patrick's yeah. Day so, so what the university up. ended up doing if I'm not mistaken is they actually moved uh, one of the winter breaks they or did. spring breaks break. oh, yeah. so that students weren't in the all area the during St. Patrick's Day so that that's pretty much how they solved that problem you know and they could do something similar that's like they, they have, could have done like, something similar and they, they could like not have drunk buses right. act on that or you know? let's have like, a forum for, to talk about the realities of race on campus yeah, mm-hmm. you you know, so that we can have we can have an open discussion about what happened there, and then the collateral damage of what that does to society. I, but I none will of say that they actually did uh, recently start, and this was a little before this U 
Albany case, they did start having an open uh, forum like discussion for mm-hmm. people to go, and it's right on campus. And I, I ended up going to one shortly after the U Albany case, and it was horrible. I went to Le- one. It was Wait a horrible. Man, it was horrible. <laughs> I went to one with Angela and Angela Clark. Oh, I didn't go I to think, one with her. But well, I'm gonna ask if that's what it was. Where, where like one. you go into the, the the dining banquet hall, and they had like a panel of people to talk about race. No, this was different. They had a circle of people, and it was like a board. It was like a boardroom, and Angela and this white lady were seeing um, overseeing it was sort of an anti-racism discussion okay. it was were students and, in the um, audience and stuff or a couple of them were students there was no audience oh, it was, no audience. they were sitting okay. around uh, I'm talking about and, the and audience. a couple of them were teachers okay and they were having this discussion about race mm-hmm. I just meal I don't even know if I should say this anyway it was a difficult someone said something that was just really I want names up. no I want names <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all that to say is that's not enough. It's definitely not that's enough. I didn't. I didn't even enough. know about those inside meetings. I'm talking, but they they definitely have had some that are open to students. And yeah. uh, the one I sat in on uh, was super problematic. And I just remember thinking, wow, these poor kids are sitting here, right. and they're really getting not. This isn't the discussion they should be having. Uh, and it was like they were giving. They were basically having a lot of like white students get up and say how they felt about how racism wasn't oh, a problem, boy. and there was no nobody was mod- moderating or facilitating it well. They didn't even define racism the right way at the beginning, mm-hmm. so people were kind of going off this notion that like racism is like black kids picking on white kids and stuff it was really pr- problematic right, and right. I just thought wow tragic situation yeah right I don't know what we like I think we could have done more but I don't know short of literally getting people to all come out oh somebody talks about Dr. Joy on there but getting somebody to come out and talk about um I don't know, like hitting them up for SUNY's money yeah. or something, or like literally sleeping outside of David Soar's office. I don't know mm-hmm. what would have gotten them to leave those girls alone. No, I don't think they, like, anything would have. Once it them. became a national story with like Hillary Clinton tweeting it out and everything. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's another group of black lives Hillary Clinton destroyed. Um, but like once she tweeted <laughs> that out, I think it became such a spotlight, and SUNY is so concerned about the reputation yeah. that they that they went they went after them viciously, and then the DA went but after then them. They made it worse. They made well, they did, yeah. I mean, the school was really the only person that pressed charges. If the school had dropped it, it yeah. wouldn't even have criminal charges. Right. And then the school pushed. But the school for, never presses charges. That never happens. When a woman is raped, you <laughs> yeah, get right. Yeah, and it, that's why I'm like, oh. we never do this when a woman is raped on campus. Yep. Facts. That's my point. That's crazy. They never do that. Yep. Wait and a second. They never talk to local law enforcement in the way that they were talking, and they never talk to district. Like literally, everything they were doing is what they should, should do have done in a rape for case. real cases yes. of sexual. Yes. Yeah. Are you giving me the mic? I gave you the claps. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you just <laughs> cheered. The, said. the applause. Yeah. The applause. Thank you gave you. her the applause. Yeah. I gave you the applause. Wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they have gonorrhea for that. You know, all right, guys, all right. Guys, guys, we know, yeah. we know. I know, we know something happened to those girls. Not because I know that bus, but when I went to Siena, I remember being a freshman. And I struggled with the cultural shock of being up here. I thought I could hang out with a bunch of white girls that were in my freshman class. Uh-huh. And we walked to this local bar that was like in Menands. Um, there was a bus that would... There's a bus that takes you to the bar. <laughs> to the bar. Yep. Like, like wh- wh- where is this shit? Yep. You understand me? From There's the a bus right the, from yeah. a college that takes you to a bar. Yeah. And at the time, they used to have buses that would bring you to Troy. Mm-hmm. And so, since my friends used to go to Sage, I used to take that bus and not go to the bar, hang out at Sage, and come oh, back okay. and meet it at 1.30 and get back on yeah. it. And everybody's drunk. So we know this. Right. And I remember going to that bar. And somebody said, who let that nigga in here? And I'm like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around going, they're not talking about me. 
and, and, and I'm st- and they said it, and I'm like, oh shit, they talking about me. And so literally, I had to walk back to campus in tears because wow. I was like, they were talking about me. Mm. And that's where I learned I can't hang with these people. Yeah. Like, and that's why it's so when something like this happens to my kids, I'm like, oh hell no. Mm. The same thing happened to my daughter. It wasn't a fight. She was a softball player with Classy Lassie for years. They wouldn't accept us. Classy Lassie is in. Um, you guys help me out. You were those. You know, Classy um, Lassie. You know Brunswick. Classy Lassie's East Greenbush, like past. Um, not East Greenbush. Um, it's, it's Averill Park. It's Averill City Park. Or something? Averill, it's Park. Like Park. Averill yeah. Park and um, going out towards back towards this way, back towards. Yeah, yeah. and and another section of tr- of, of Atlantic Atlantic No, 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 no. It's. <laughs> It's Route Six Four. It's off Route Four, going towards. Does it matter? Is it just a white rural? It's a white rural area (laughs) of money, of money people. So Kansas. All right, whatever. So never. And I actually went to Kansas last week, but (laughs) different conversation. But anyway, never really truly accepted us. Never truly accepted my daughter. Um, And my daughter was a kick-ass softball player and um, switch hands the whole nine. But anyway, long story short, never really accepted her. Always treated her like just garbage. Never really accepted me and my family. We would go to every game just like we did for my son. <laughs> the whole family's mm-hmm. in the fair. And so, long story short, the team decides to re- to, to, to like leave the coach because he's not doing well and go to a different coach. But they're going to tell him the night of their celebration, uh, end of the year party, okay. that they're not coming back next year because they're all leaving him for a new coach, which happens to be one of the dads of one of the other players, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so they all have this thing and they're all strategizing. And so I see my daughter and I'm like, Mm-mm, come here. And she's like, what? I'm like, Mm-mm. you're going to go to that coach and you're going to say thank you for everything. You've been really great. But at this <laughs> point in my life, I'm going to go play with somebody else. You ain't got shit on them girls. And she's like, what? And I'm like, Anansa? This is what you're going to do. And she's like, why? We're part uh-huh. of the team. I'm like, you're on a different team. Do you understand me? Don't get confused because they, they, they're they now inviting wow. you to parties. You've been playing with these girls for four years mm-hmm. and now they, they're cool with you. Hell no. Hell no. And so she's like, really, mom? I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're going to all go to him like a family. We're going to thank him for everything he's done for you. And we're going to say next year we're going to play on a different team. But wow. thank you for everything. Because they were going to go up and tell him all. And do all this nasty I'm like no We ain't got no shit we, we are not nowhere near them And my husband Who's an average Athlete in his play He's like But they're part of a team No No It's just like no. that And she left And Hell that was no. it Yeah because I want her To understand that You can be on a team But there's racial yeah. Dichotomies on those teams And you're never Going to be truly down With those people And and don't get confused About that mm-hmm. Don't get confused Angelica Clark Just sent us a tweet About the meeting You were talking about Oh Sony yes and The I- ex-cop Yes so, That was it uh, there, Could you uh, read the tweet I'm not looking at But it's She says Luz is talking about The ex-cop who works For EOP Who said Don't y'all ever get tired Of talking about racism okay. Oh my so this, god this is, at a, this is at a SUNY meeting About racism Yes I want to This guy his white face. Tell me this guy's white Please uh, yeah. Okay, all right. So you're at a meeting about racism, and a white guy, and a white guy says, "Don't you concern about it?" Why is he there? Why is he even at the thing? Nobody said shit to him. And then that's usually how it happens. How did you? How did you and like Angelica not explode? Like what happened? Oh, we wanted to. We both looked at each other. Why didn't she just because there was enough white people in there that they should have been like, "Yo, what the hell? Why would you say this?" So I finally, all I said was, "I can't believe like you said this. Like, are you kidding me? You know?" And 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 he's a cop. He's an ex-cop who works at EOP. You know what EOP is? 
Well, that's yeah, how yeah, I yeah, came yeah, up yeah, here to go to school, except I went to Sienna. Me I went too. To I was Ethiopia Sunni too, yeah. And so he's the idiot that sits there and recruits all the black and Latino kids. Yeah. That's oh. where we mostly come into, yep. to, wow. right? Wow. It's not just set up for us. It's really for um, low-income students um, and students who struggle through school, but yep. they tend to be us. Yeah. And this is who they have. Yep. And it's the same thing. And at, this it's is the office you go to when you when you need tutoring, when you're struggling with class. that you have to go to. Absolutely. Thank you, Angelica. I'm You're glad okay. that you feel and good it, about saying so that. Many, I really wasn't going to So many idiot. educational like uh, <laughs> institutions are the same way because I remember right. it was like that at Job Corps. There were definitely like ex cops who were working there and people who were on the board who were like um, in the, you know just in that uh, mindset and they're mainly working with at risk um, like Black and Latinx right. youth and that's like super problematic because they're already going into the system that <laughs> I think this they is... asked him, "Have you worked with Black and Latino kids?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm an ex cop." Oh, that's not working. Him. Yeah, I used to wow. beat the shit out of them every week. Until y'all hired me. Cops did the same thing, and I left them because I'm like, you're idiots. Like, why? And they hired an ex cop to be mm-hmm. the sexual assault nurse examiner. Coordinator. Wow. Like, tell me, explain. I'm like, I'm working for the wrong place. That's uh, yeah. That's so sorry, stuff. I didn't mean to take you there. No, no, I'm glad you did. No, that that's uh, that, <laughs> that's interesting. I didn't even uh, know that was happening there. He doesn't work there anymore. Oh, he doesn't work there anymore. But he worked there long. I think it was like eight. Long enough to years. do the damage. Yeah, poor G- <laughs> Josie had to deal with him. Yeah. Dope, dope. Um, so we're still we're gonna wrap it up in a few minutes uh, Amani is still tweeting us and a few other people who are performing at the Beat Shop Music Festival oh here you go I'll spin this around so Sorry, you can see, that. I can see that's alright <laughs> um, so just a reminder to people once again uh, we're going to have the uh, <laughs> festival is happening Thursday, Friday and Saturday uh, Luz are you in town for this? Um, I'm in town on Saturday and Sunday yes, okay, but not Friday because I'm going to the Afro Latina oh okay discussion. so, we're, so you, you're on the guest list then for Saturday and Sunday and oh my God, really? so you should, yeah, for you Saturday should. not Sunday don't have her come Sunday oh yeah not Sunday yeah. sorry we're not doing for Saturday, yeah. It's, What's yeah. Up with I'm Saturday? glad you mentioned it. it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's not Sunday. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. So we'll put you, we'll make sure you're on the guest list for Saturday. Oh, right. So you should come down and check it out. Can I bring my son? How much is it? We can pay. No, no, you're on the list. It doesn't matter. Oh. Plus one, true? Huh? Okay, and a plus one. All right. Okay. So um, so definitely come uh, Saturday if you can. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of people performing. Uh, Amani's one of the headliners this year. Um, JB's performing. I don't I don't have the full list. Is up, Amani but doing her shuffle, her Black Power shuffle? I I I would say yes. I'd wager to say uh, yes, but I. I haven't seen her, her set list. Oh man, and Alfonso, the tall. Now he's I'm a black Latino too. Alfonso is performing too. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's performing on Friday. No, I love that young man. Yeah, yep. he's cool. Um, yeah, so that's that's happening, and it's gonna. I think this is probably gonna be our, our biggest year yet. We didn't really get back into talking about the other festivals, but I did want to touch on that. This is the first time since uh, the was it four years ago there was a three day festival. So we've only attempted this one time before. This was uh, right before I got involved with Beat Shot. How did the three day festival go? And Nate, were you you were in on that one, right? Jeez, was I? 2011, yeah. I believe it was. I must have been. Yeah, the yeah. first day we did. Um, that that's when EDM was big, okay. electronic dance music. So that oh, first that's day, right. I remember that. So that yeah. first day, we just had a whole bunch of DJs um, spin. Oh, yeah. and there were there might have been like one or two performers, only because we didn't have enough time in the schedule for Friday and Saturday to accommodate them. So we just threw them on on the Thursday. Okay, but it was pretty much DJs. Get your T-shirt. Get your wristband for the weekend. It was that kind of a day. Whereas this. Right. 
one is actually a full lineup of, of poets. Ah. One performance group and then a band. Dope. So, and I remember that year being fun because it was the first time we were really messing with, you know, the t-shirt bundles, the wristbands. Yeah, yeah. We were like, we were like, it was, it felt like a festival. It felt yeah. like we're doing it. We're kind of like doing it the way we should be doing it, you know. It, it felt good. Nice. I'm excited for three days this year. Yeah, we're, we're doing it again this year and uh, the, this time, it, you're going to love it. Actually, make sure we get your uh, son's name when you leave too so we'll have both you guys on the list. Okay. Um, but uh, Friday is, is uh, there's going to be a lot of poetry and spoken word but we're also ending it with two um, two bands or one band and one rap group, right? Is that what's happening? There's a yeah. understanding on which Thursday, is... On Thursday, we end with a... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, so, a, a three group, a three member group. Dope. Which is uh, understanding which is Sevstatic, Sesta Great uh, and Knowledge. They're Correct. performing. This and is a, like a debut of sorts, right? For these for guys, the, They're right? Albany for debut. Yeah, Albany right yeah. They yeah. did a downstate. They Those are all five. Oh, yep. They're all from the area. Some uh, Newburgh, yes. Sesta Great is from Newburgh, but yeah, other Knowledge and uh, Seth Static are from Albany, so they're going to be doing their Albany debut of Understanding, which is their, their group. Uh, and they All also produced by Deborah Sun. Deborah Sun produced it. They have an EP coming out soon. I, I was, That's a power uh, group JB right and I there. and True were able to see them Scary. in Newburgh when they performed recently, and right. it was it was really dope, yeah, but uh, dope, I can't wait man. to see them uh, rock in Albany. Then afterwards, Thump Gospel is coming up, and they suck, you know, so you could probably skip that. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Thump Gospel. <laughs> wait, do you no, no. say Gospel? <laughs> the, the, the band is Thump Gospel. Steven Struess plays drums. Uh, they're amazing. I actually, was able to see them Fantastic. at Alive at Five oh, this and last Thursday. They're actually doing a tribute to uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, well, you know what? Let me not speak on them, Masai, and let <laughs> a member of the group speak on them. Thanks, man. <laughs> what are you guys doing on Thursday? Uh, yeah, we're going to do some... <laughs> Thanks, man. We're going to do uh, some of the tunes we did from Alive at Five last week. We did the Michael Jackson tribute set, which actually technically was an off-the-wall tribute set, because it's pretty real. That's the best album. Oh, uh, so we exactly. Did a- Produced by Quincy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Quincy. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do a bunch of Michael tunes. We're going to do some original tunes. We're going to do a bunch of stuff. It's going to be a good time. You got any surprise vocalists coming up? Out of curiosity? Uh, maybe. Nice. Oh, yeah. We actually do have some surprise vocalists coming up. Really? We have, um, wait, wait. No, 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 no. no. You said too much. You've already said too much. I was going to say... <laughs> Was uh, rappers? Um, if you guys are free Thursday, have some be bars? there for our set. Come oh, through okay. and uh, prep some prep some shit. I like that because it's gonna be a free for all. I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's, Let's do it. it. Do it. But, but I'm real excited to, to see. Understanding that shit sounds insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking, yeah I can't wait to see that's that. like that's a, a super group. Right that's an Albany there. super group for yep. sure. I'm, so I'm pumped. What kind of hip hop do they do? It's if you, if you knew any of them, you you'd already be on board with this. But it's really mm. introspective. It's conscious hip hop. Okay. It's like yeah, it's not like so it's not, it's not booty. Ass. It's not no, booty no, no. shaking music. No, yeah. um, okay, but good. you could probably still shake your booty to it if you want it. But they're no, dropping. I want to shake my yeah, booty. Yeah. I just don't want them talking about. Yeah, yeah, they don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, Great way of putting it. You know, oh, that's deep. Perfect I like way that. Of putting but it. that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, you want to shake your booty to it? You just want to talk about it. Yeah, like why you got to talk about it? I got to sound it out for me. Let me do it. Let it be. Yeah. And we actually yeah, It's gonna get real funky yeah, We actually is. sit down together um, You know like a month Before the festival And we listen to all The different artists That submit their work And you, It, it has to make cut. sense It has to make some sense make For cut. our yeah. goals What you know What we, what we envision um, What we want to see From the community Good um, And you know oftentimes You don't get to hear those That type of representation uh, On the radio So if we can create A space for it Absolutely you know, and, and that's why I want y'all to be a radio yeah. like, like take this well, live. well interestingly enough, interestingly enough when we first started the festival it was during Independence Day weekend uh, but it was our take on independence yes you yes, know what I mean 
I, oh. independent yes. artists and yeah. in, independent thinking and not being a slave to right. misogyny and jewelry and clothing and house and, and cribs crap. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, all the things that made this country go up so fast and is going to make the country go down so fast. Right. We don't want a part of that in the festival. And for the people who try to get on the festival, beautiful. they send us some of their songs. We, we, you know, when we sit through and screen out, we definitely reject people who have really misogynistic uh, music, right. people who have like really homophobic music. Even if they're dope, we've rejected dope artists because the first three but words on dope. their song. Right. Yeah, like just yeah. lyric, like, like lyrically technical. Uh, right. Yeah, technically uh, abled people. Yeah. And it's like the first three words you hear are like the B word, the F word. It's like, yeah. that's too bad because you can actually rap, but you are, this is horrible what you're saying. So you're rejected. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like R. Kelly, yeah. like, right? Yeah. He yeah. makes exactly. some good yeah. music, mm-hmm. but you know that you know he's just happened. a horrible monster. Yeah. But right. you can't negate the fact that he's a good artist. Yeah. You right. know, Bill Cosby. Right. He, did, he played us really well all our lives. Oh, yeah, so yeah, much yeah. that we're defending him for doing crazy ass shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. But no, people have these double lives and we need to call them out. Yeah. yeah. You know, or celebrate so the one or just celebrate Michael, the ones who are just phenomenal and right. doing the right thing. You know, yeah, that, that the, don't even yeah. have a double life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of the fun things about those days of, you know, leading up to the festivals and listening to everybody, it's especially when, you know, when you're a fan of, of the culture and hip hop music in general, mm-hmm. where it's like, is finding these guys that almost where based on the beat it could go either way you know what I mean and it's, it, it is it's finding yeah, yeah. that first verse or alright well this guy's good This, but what is he talking about in, in right. finding these gems right. in that and you know when you get an email list of 150 emails and you get you know just even that first one that's just like this is great and it's somebody you never heard of before yep. and yep. it's somebody that one so for me being on the side of it was hearing an email or when we were doing the other radio show was hearing a song uh, having a conversation but never meeting them right. to then see them like sometimes it would be somebody, a great example for me was like I Am Many right? Uh, somebody that I, I wasn't familiar with um, you know I think it was the year that we did the three day festival you know hit us up based on some of the other acts that, that, that we booked from the city that he was familiar with saw the flyer something was like hey I'd love to get down can I get down we had him come up and he just made it his own set you know he really like he came through killed it and I've been a fan since then you know what I mean it's like these and it's like these moments of like really discovering somebody the first time and uh, right. Since I've had my kids and, and the family thing, I feel like I've had to take a back seat. Right. Where those first years, it was you know I was booking the show. You know we were booking and it was true and I and we were you know there was two of us, three of us booking it, organizing it all. So I I really love these years being surprised and blown away right. by all of these artists that I've never heard before, mm-hmm. and I just know that. Oh, they're on Beat Shot Fest. I already know that it's going to be some next level it's shit. That it's going to be something I need to hear. You know what I mean? That I, yes. I love it. I love it. Definitely, definitely. And you can bring your kids. The, uh, bring the kids. Yeah, you can bring yeah. the kids. Uh, Jay Live performed last year, and it was the first time he actually drove up. He's a great performer. Mm-hmm. Him and I, we went to SUNY together. Ah. Um, we were, in fact, we were the same year as Rashim Rook and Rosa Clemente. So we were there. Oh, all, wow. all, we were all there at the same time. And our class right there that graduated. Absolutely. That's how I met her. You know. Wow. Uh, you know, we were in a suba together, and we yep. were, you know, we were activists together. It was, it was just a wonderful time. In any event, um, J Live has since moved to Atlanta, but last year he drove up and he brought his children. Oh, and, yep. actually, and that was the so first dope. time that he, his children got to see him perform live. Right. Now this guy's been touring all over the world, flying, but they won't doing, yeah. And they see his dad, their dad. So that was very cool. That was a good moment for me. Um, I also want to mention a bad moment. You know, like there was one year where I paid an artist to perform and because I wasn't able to because I'm the one who puts the schedule together mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to stick to the schedule we went over in time we went over in time mm-hmm. we kept losing time the artist 
decided, you know what? I gotta go. That, I might, be my, that oh. might be my son. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh sorry, we have break. someone knocking at the door. It's the artist right now coming like, you still got that six hundred dollars. Yeah, that's, that's my son. That's my son. Akiva. That's still my bought son. a T-shirt. Akiva Bimbo. Akiva just got He's a shout. He got a shout out on Twitter. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting with those white kids. Oh, <laughs> we glad you made it out. We glad you made it. Out. <laughs> we welcome. <laughs> so true. So true. You paid an artist. One. We yeah. We ended up. We paid. Um. He. You know. He waited almost two and a half hours, and he said, "You know what? I can't." And I was. I found myself in a very awkward situation where this is an artist who I celebrated and I listened to heavily in the 90s and I was honored to have him come to the, to the festival and the only reason he even stayed as long as he did was because him and I had established a rapport uh, together but he was like you know what at a certain point I just I can't yes, stay anymore yeah. I gotta go give me my money I honored my agreement I came here and I'm you know and, that, and I'm in an I'm in an awkward situation mm-hmm. because I have all of these capital district friends of mine who I see on a daily right. who also are trying to be on stage, on stage. so, so what crazy. I learned from that you know long story short is um, to put a schedule together and then we sit down together we go over the artists and make sure that I don't go over in the artists yeah. and, and make sure that it fits in the schedule that was built first yeah alright and and then and then over the past couple of years we found ourselves ending on time sure. everybody mm-hmm. getting yep, on yep. stage on time you got it there yeah. you got it there though not, yeah. not having 800 extra shirts <laughs> right <laughs> merch. those types right. of things you yeah, know all these little lear- learning curves learn? yeah, yeah yeah I'm telling you the 10th and final year will be perfect <laughs> <laughs> Keep saying final year. It's not happening. It's not going to be the final yeah. year. Uh, so, You'll always get better. Yeah. You'll so, always get better. Just to clarify, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, the poetry is happening Thursday, and then also um, understanding and thump gospel. One of my favorite uh, moments is uh, Mike Larry Draw, who performed last Ooh. year, and yes. he's he's actually tweeting us right now. He's he's on the check in, and uh, I like him because he incorporates some like rock and screamo into his hip hop, and he's just like really, I don't know, he's just got this really. <laughs> Eclectic. Yeah, that's it. That? that was a true impersonation of yeah. Mike Larry Draw. Yeah, yeah. The screamo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, so he's uh, so and I think he's, he's coming up with Dizzy Sense, Sense right? Yeah. yeah, Dizzy Sense is well, coming yeah. up. Oh, she, Dizzy she said Dizzy it. can only rock on Friday. Oh, Dizzy oh, is phenomenal. Favorite. She's gonna rock on Friday. So Mike Larry's gonna rock on Saturday. That's Dizzy's got a show on Saturday. That's the highlight last year. So that was definitely high for me. And I'm glad to strobe light for sure. But he, oh, but Mike, he's tweeting us and he just wants to say things will be very different this year. I'm already a little scared because he's saying he's constantly. Trading on the beats. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. He's doing yeah, a lot more right. production now. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared because he, he's Ants. a showman. He's definitely a yeah. showman. Yeah. Um, yeah, so bring get crazy sets, homie. Because I'm trying to cop one or two or three. All right. All right. So uh, if, if people have uh, any other moments, we're gonna wrap this up. So if you got any other moments or things you want to mention, uh, Amani last year was phenomenal. Amani, yes. Amani rocking Amani. like a, unbelievable. She she went on right before I think uh, Taina, right? Right before Taina, and it was yeah. just like she were she might as well have had a guitar and like a drum kit. She yeah. had everyone mesmerized. Yep. People rocking out to poetry because she has this thing. She has it And whatever it is The right. world needs to see her yep. Absolutely The world needs to see her And just not hurt her We need to protect her Because yep. she really is a gift There was a C I'm telling you She got on stage And it was It was It was life silence yeah, Because she I shut the it. whole room down And everybody Guys, girls I They were all The bartender is like Shh, No drinks whoa. Just Everybody's listen like, whoa. <laughs> For real her, her performance event That we She had at Social Justice Center And it was yep. amazing mm-hmm. Like 
I, I literally cried at one moment because I was so touched. Isn't that crazy? I like when people. She's cry good for that. Shows. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully you'll cry. And it was this little Saturday. tiny spot, right? And just so you know, I'm emotional. Just so you know, next year is yeah. the ninth year. Yep. You know, and it, we are celebrating Nine mothers. Days. Well, mo- no. <laughs> we're well. Think about it this way. Think about nine month of July. Think about nine months. So oh, wow. we're cel- we're celebrating oh. mothers, daughters, and sisters. I know what nine months wow. is. All right. Yep. So that's what okay. next year that is. Yeah. Twenty three hours. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, guys. So I guess we'll wrap it up then. Uh, okay. Cool. All right. Wow. Uh, if you yeah. uh, subscribe to our podcast, if you haven't already, uh, shout out to everyone who went and uh, rated us on iTunes five stars. We got like eighteen different ratings this week, which is cool. Um, and uh, yeah, just let uh, other people know about this show and the festival. We're going to get sure. the wow. this podcast up relatively shortly because um, the festival is happening again this Thursday. Right. Friday and Saturday That's right. If you haven't gotten your tickets Please go to BeatShopMusic.com We have bundles up We also have these cool tank tops um, That uh, we, we have uh, bundled with the tickets You can get those Those are limited supply So make sure you cop those If you haven't gotten your tickets I feel sorry for well, here's your the thing. mother We ran out of bundles last year <laughs> yep. So people were coming up to me At the merch table Like I'd like to buy a shirt And I'm like "Did you? What's your bundle number Did you have the receipt And they didn't have it And I felt bad turning people away But not really It feels really good <laughs> Not really In comparison yeah. so, um, so definitely cop those now So that um They'll, it'll be there waiting for you. You're going to go just, see Arigato on Friday and Saturday because he's holding down the merch tables all day oh, on I'm those two on days. Right. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be over him making sure he's got this right because I actually yeah. took the week off because it's Beach Out Week. So, all right. so holla at me. Hit me cool, up. Yeah. I'll be on Facebook and Twitter all week. Well, <laughs> can I say thank you? Thank this you. has been amazing. Can we say thank no you? No time. You. I was <laughs> really nervous, but you all are really exciting and this is like a really amazing, I think, time for the Capital Region in a yes. huge way. And it's because all you young people are making things happen um, and well, I'm you so impressed you paved the way for us first now, of all I didn't so. do none of this no. I didn't I mean I was at <laughs> RPI maybe once or twice but nah none of this are you kidding me this is amazing well thank and you I'm for being here no, we're honored to have you here um, uh, the information that you gave us about um, Puerto Rico and Promesa and all those things and you put and the book out I tweeted out the book um, so uh, I'm going to look into more of that because there's so much information and I just want I just feel like we need to be more connected well we do and the- I think one of the things you asked me was like what could we do I really do think the Black Lives Matter, Matter upstate and e- even we could think of it as the LOC is we need to think about um, adding Puerto Rico and the independence for Puerto Rico on mm. our agenda. Okay. Because that's, that's what they're doing in, in, in Puerto Rico, those young that's people. It. And okay. so, and we need to put that on our agenda. Is there, is there a hashtag you know? for this? But you know how you do all the all yeah, the different, yeah. hashtags. different hashtags yeah I wonder what, I, I don't even I haven't been follow, I don't know Got what you. they're using so oh like, I can send some yeah, stuff yeah send me some I want to know what their main I understand all those hashtag things okay. but I know like La Junta Pal Carajo is one but there's a bunch of them and okay. Rosa has some of them on her Facebook page and I've been posting a whole bunch Perfect. of stuff okay. the yeah, hashtag yeah. basically uh, real quick the Thank hashtag you. will bring you to whatever to the topic is gotcha it will bring you and then you can choose what you want to read but it brings you to an abundance of topics yeah. where you can because somebody says Collects all that. The, the hashtag, yeah, yeah, yeah the internet archive collects yeah. it. But it also, anyway, thank yeah, you for having yeah, me. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. I'm not information overload. That's all right. No, no, I'll see. I'll Well, uh, thank you for being here. Um, so yeah, this is Masai signing off. Low five, low book. Check y'all next time. Peace, peace. JB and I'm out. Nate the Great and I'm out. DJ True Master, save the whales. Is that it?
Struess, are you out or are you in? Then declare that you're out. If you're out, then declare you're out. All right, all right, all right fine. Bye, everybody. Uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Here you go. Peace. Yeah.